me do what I always do here, remind you guys to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list, look around the site, we've got lots of cool things going on there. We are selling these 2020 was hell in a handbasket patches there on the site, and that's where you can get those at HankStrange.com. Um, and, and you can find lots of other things over there as well. Before I forget, I'm reminded because I am wearing this Fort Scott Munitions shirt. Right now we're doing a big giveaway for the New Year's with Fort Scott Munitions as well as Franklin Armory. And you guys, you can find that on Fort Scott Munitions on their Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I, I think I've posted some stuff on Instagram as well, so you guys can find that there. Lots of different prizes being given away. Lots, I mean lots of prizes. So you can uh, go catch up on that. Um, if we get a chance here, we'll talk about that um, as we as we continue. I'm not sure if we will get a chance to or not. Let me load everyone up and let me smash the beginning of this. Don't forget to uh, smash those thumbs ups, folks. We appreciate that. Let's go. Welcome back. All right, here we go. Subscribe to the channel, the smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. We are live. Uh, let's see the jazz hands, guys. I know we're going to get into some serious talk, some serious things going down here. There we go. Kevin Dixie, he's warming up. He's warming up, giving jabs out there. We are live. This is episode 697 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That's right. Uh, the people shut down Congress and politicians should never feel comfortable. That's what I'm calling it. Our guests tonight are Kevin Dixie, as you can see over there. Diximus Maximus in the building. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Glad to be here with you. What's going on, Kev? Uh, from, uh, from uh, I was going to say the great state of Georgia, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, Kev. Yeah, I mean, so, don't. yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, hey man, don't take advantage of you life. messed it up. Safe. You moved in and messed it up. Did I did I bring it with me? You messed up the neighborhood. There oh, goes the neighborhood. The, the, I'm looking. I'm looking back at home, and I'm kind of jealous right now. Homes, homes looking real good. Yeah, the Dixie's. Uh, I don't want to say that. Kevin Dixie made Georgia better. Let me just, you know, we're messing around here, but he made Georgia better. You guys, hope you all appreciate it. You gonna need I'm it in a minute. With me. Yeah, Jesus. absolutely. We also have uh, my friend BFP here showing off with his fancy camera. You know, he's got, got, a, looking got a new setup going, and I think it's going to look better this way. Yeah, looking all crystal clear. Do we need to see him this crystal clear? Look at that beard glistening in the light. I, I don't know if we really need it, but there you go. Um, we also have Puerto Rican Pistolero Rolando is here. What's up, man? How's it going, everybody? Do I am I pink now or do no? You're I look, good. Uh, you're good. I look human you're, again. Yes, <laughs> you right, are go. good. You are good to go. And also, before we jump in here, I want to remind everyone that the show tonight and every night is brought to us by Bar Naouls. Am I saying Bar Naouls? Right? That's right. Bar Naouls. Right. <laughs> uh, performance steel case ammunition. Uh, so thanks to those guys for allowing us. Uh, helping us out to come here and be able to talk to you guys, say what we want to say, talk about whatever we want to. We are going to get into that. Um, there's lots of folks out there. Please smash those thumbs up. Share this if you can. Um, obviously, guys, there's stuff going on, on D in D.C. That's been going on all day. Uh, we kind of knew something was going to go down. Uh, my quick grasp of it from what I saw while I was here editing, working on stuff today, um, Trump had a big speech out there. Actually, there were people... There was a couple people sending me pictures and stuff like that. 
from the speech and all that. And then that kind of like, uh, I, I don't know whether to say it got out of hand. It definitely got out of hand, but we're not sure yet where all the out of handedness was coming from. But these guys decided to uh, go to the Capitol building, got their way into the Capitol building and some things went wrong. Um, and so the, the congressman <laughs> had to be evacuated out of there, I guess, or g hit the shelters and all that kind of stuff. And so that's been going on. I'm not sure. Is it still, are they still out there or the cur with curfew with it? Was everyone, uh, pushed out the of national, DC? I think the national guard pushed everybody out, uh, right. the Capitol building. I don't know about the rest of the city, but I know at least the Capitol was supposedly cleared yeah. out. It got a little crazy there. I'm hearing that um, there were some Antifa folks that infiltrated so that, you know, some of this violence and stuff like that that we see did not come from the pro-Trumpers out there. So there, and there's a lot of different news. I heard that from Guns and Gadgets. Um, I was looking at some footage of people who were there. They were saying that. So we're going to talk about that, all of this, what you guys are hearing, what the folks out there are hearing what you all think about this happening. Who wants to take it? Who wants to go first? I think it's our property, isn't it? We pay our taxes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's my state, my, uh, my capital building. Right, absolutely. It doesn't belong to them. Um, no. Yeah. Who, you, Kevin Dixie, I'm sure you've sparked up a stogie or something here. So uh, Yes, uh, yes, I had to have a stogie for this this day in American history. So <laughs> right. um, there, there is a duality here, right? Mm -hmm. There is uh, one side of me that, that is going to say this. Politicians should not be comfortable. Mm -hmm. They should not think that there are no consequences for what they do. We pay their salaries. We pay for that property that is American property. Uh, are you charged with the maintenance and care of it? Sure, but it, it does not belong to you no more than it belongs to me in totality. So, yes, um, do I agree with Americans speaking up and standing up for themselves? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, do I have an overall issue with American patriots doing whatever they feel like they need to do to make their voices be heard? No. But then there's a hypocrisy of things. So, for example, when the Black Lives Matter protests were going on, Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows if you don't know how I feel about Black Lives Matter, the organization by now, you'll never know. That, that's not a secret. So I can't go live on Instagram live now because I said something about them that wasn't appreciated. However, um, there were uh, confirmed agitators placed into that crowd. Right. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that the people there still weren't acting a complete ASS. I'm not saying that they mm -hmm. didn't burn and loop. They get no excuse for that. However, there were people that um, planted themselves. I'm not going to say like. I think for sure. I, I, is there anyone here that is in doubt that the the real Black Lives Matter protesters were infiltrated? Because I'm not in doubt of that. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Antifa, man, look, Antifa and and other other little small orgs, Ben took that over. That's why I put up a joke today. Like it was a Black Lives Matter and a Trump supporter clash in los angeles today and i was like you know it'd be kind of it'd be kind of nice if, if you start seeing black people at these black lives matter things <laughs> you know? it'd be kind of nice yeah but you know you don't but that being said mm -hmm. the hypocrisy comes from um if there was and i'm not going to argue that either could mm -hmm. there have definitely been some antifa agitators placed inside of a crowd of that size absolutely you that is that is realistic that can mm -hmm. absolutely occur but does it take away from what happened no did the agitators themselves do that alone? No. So we have to be able to look at things in their totality. The other thing I want Americans to realize is just how, because we see already people are saying, see how the media is doing this and how the media is doing that. Well, two things to understand. One, I'm going to need for Americans 
to to know that the Capitol building is not the White House. So I saw a lot of that going on today where people thought that the Capitol building was legitimately the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to revisit that and talk to Americans <laughs> about that. Um, yeah. That's one, too. A press against um, the White House like this would have different outcomes, and it should. Different outcomes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to when it comes to the hypocrisy I'm, I'm bringing up, mm-hmm. when other peaceful, let's take the peaceful sides of both sides, right? The peaceful sides. Mm-hmm. When the peaceful sides of Americans are protesting, they are 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 told that hey, you just need to obey the police. You need to do as you're told. That you won't have these problems. The cops are good. The cops are great. And then you look today, the, the same protesters are cops are red coats. You're you are standing with the government uh, with, you know, helping them steal the election for President Trump. You're helping with government corruption, uh, hiding things. So we have a consequence for you with that. And so you have different Americans looking at different things, both blaming the system and, and both side point inside with that same system against the other side. Like, for example, mm-hmm. the people that were protesting two months ago are now pointing the finger saying, oh, I can't believe you were treating police that way and not being sarcastic about it. I'm like, well, hold on. Because just two months ago, you were all about nothing bad can happen to a cop. Do whatever the hell you need to do. Punch him in the face, run him mm-hmm. over with a car, throw bricks at him, piss mm-hmm. on him and all this. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, you want to help make these people look more horrendous by saying, oh, my God, they're yanking a, bar- a barricade out of a cop's hand. And then the other side, two months ago, were like, oh, just listen to the cops. Everybody's your friend. You guys overreact. And, and then now the cops are red coats. America is not going to heal itself unless we get rid of hypocrisy and understand that we, the people, even though we're going to disagree about stuff, that we, the people, need to understand that our fights might be different, but in the end, they're the same because we're all asking for freedom, whether you like the way the other side is conveying it or not. So that's what I like to say. Now, I will say this. The iconic, and I understand that he's supposed to be an Antifa troll or plant or whatever. But you got to give a guy props that wears like a bear skin with a Viking helmet. The first stands <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, that is damn. That's saying something. But that's how I feel about it, man. And I mm-hmm. think that we need to get over the hypocrisy. But overall, Americans standing up for what they believe in, doing what they feel like they need to do, making their voices be heard, dishing out consequences to uh, politicians. I can't say I disagree with that. I can say it's unfortunate that the young lady did get shot today. I heard she passed away, and then I also heard she's in critical condition. But mm-hmm. you know, the best for her. Do we know who that is? Mm-mm. It no, was a, no. she was a, a, a Trump, uh, a Trump, a Trumper for lack of better words. Okay, but, so uh, that's confirmed she was a Trumper, not like uh, someone planted in there. Or well, we don't know. We yeah, just we know, know she was that. holding the Trump flag. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We had no telling what reports are going to come out, right? But right. you know, that that is unfortunate. I understand it was chaos. It was, you know, a bunch of stuff going on. But, you know, somebody being shot and seriously hurt and or mm-hmm. killed is, is yeah. never a laugh. And lots of people. So, so for, yes, that's one. Um, whoever it, it came close to losing their life or did lose their life out there, you know, um, that's a completely different situation. That's a human being with uh, family, uh, parents, all that kind of stuff, brothers and yeah. sisters, I'm sure. So. Um, you know, that's that's a whole different thing. And and like we say, when all these things happen and it's unfolding, we don't know everything. We definitely cannot trust what the media is giving us. We definitely last night, in my opinion, had a repeat of what we had on election night. Uh, November 3rd happened again last night. You know, where we're looking at did, these stats. Did you did you see the stats of the uh, whoop? Oh, look at that. Now yeah. we're in the lead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how that works. Yeah. So. 
you know, there's that. Uh, one of the things. You, I, the, go ahead. The, the thing that's most frustrating to me are the people mm-hmm. on the opposite side who are pretending like nothing is wrong with the country at all. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like look at look at all these children protesting. Uh, and, and I guess it was the same was said for others in the past. But it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just pretend like nothing's so, wrong. So if folks you know, are listening happens. to us around the world, and people do actually listen to us and watch us from around the world, believe it or not, there's at least two or three people <laughs> in a different country that are watching us. Um, actually, there's people like in Australia, New Zealand, all kinds of places that, that, that watch and listen to this. Basically, w- what was happening at that time, right, there was um, – they were trying to – uh, what is it? They were trying to do the electoral votes or something like that. Right. There was mm-hmm. there was debate and all that going on about this. Uh, there were some Republicans that were protesting um, the vote or refusing to accept uh, different votes. This is what's happening right now in America. And the thing is, if you listen to them to uh, sort of folks on the left and the news media, they're like, "Oh, nothing went wrong. Nothing happened <laughs> wrong here." This was all mm-hmm. good. There wasn't any kind of like voter fraud or anything like that, even though it's very clear that something has happened and we're not taking the time to investigate it. We're just going we're going to bulldoze right through that. And then we're going to expect people to just take that as well. This is what it is from now on. If if, I, if if we do that, then that becomes a thing forever. And I think a lot of people are saying, why can we not? This is America. It's not a third world country. Why can we? Well, maybe you know what? It is a third world country. It's Whatever. Turning into one yeah. rather quickly. Yeah. Um, well, so wh- why why we, are we doing that? Go ahead. Well, I think we shouldn't be surprised because it has nothing to do with being a third world country. It has to do with being a country that's run by humans. Even the Roman Empire fell. Rome fell twice. A lot of people forget that. Rome fell the first time when the Republic became corrupt and Julius Caesar's like, I'm going to take control of this because somebody has to do it. Mm-hmm. And he crossed the Rubicon and that was that. Mm-hmm. And he was assassinated shortly thereafter, but he still turned Rome from a Republic to an empire. Mm-hmm. Then the empire eventually fell a few hundred years later. Mm-hmm. So it's not unprecedented to see this happen. And honestly, I don't know why people are so surprised. Uh, I, what I saw today was what I thought was an, an an inevitability, really, because even if you had some Antifa agitators planted, there's no doubt in my mind that that was going to happen. Once one person made a move, uh, it was going to happen because we've been built up over so many years now uh, that people just people weren't having it anymore. It, and you, you know, the, yeah. the thing I think is funny is all the people that think that what happened today is complete barbarism they yeah. see it and it's like oh my god how could this ever happen it's like you, you don't realize our country was founded in the same way mm-hmm. lots more blood was shed to found this country do you think that was nothing what happened yeah today? well I, what i was nothing. gonna what i was gonna say to you is i don't think we've seen anything yet i mean i saw no, a couple, this is i saw a couple no. of thousand people out in the, on the in the capital and i'm not trying to knock those people right uh Kudos to the actual patriots out there trying to get their voice heard. They yeah. 100% have the right to have their voice heard. As we said when there were other uh, protests, there's a difference between protests and riots. Yeah. <laughs> there's a difference between getting your voice heard and then resorting to violence, right? Um, yeah. These are completely different things that are, that are happening. I felt when, when Kevin's talking about the hypocrisy, I feel like, yeah, we ha- what's the standards that we're going by here? We don't yeah. have to agree 
We have to accept standards of how people can say, I don't like what's happening and I'm going to make my voice heard. And then when does that cross the line to now we're going to start burning down buildings and neighborhoods and 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 uh, hurting people and, and all this kind of I, stuff? See, I think I think you see the escalation because I've had this discussion with a lot of people over the years. And I always said that when when the right decides to escalate, it's going to be zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time, people on the right were like, well, we've got to play by the rules. We have to be gentlemen or gentlewomen. We, we can't do this. We can't fight the same way. We can't protest. We can't do this. We can't do that. And then they see the left use some of those tactics. But the problem is the media tries to inflame everything. So they exacerbate the problem. So maybe like we like we said, we see uh, like Kevin was saying, the double standard, the hypocrisy, a lot of that is created by the media because the media only shows what riles people up, gets people angry. So, you yeah. know, well, they're not going to show peaceful BLM protests. They're going to show riots and things like yeah, that. I think or they're going to show things like that. And then they're going to portray Trump protesters who are protesting a lockdown as terrorists because they're open carrying. Mm-hmm. So those things are going to inflame everybody. And eventually people are like, well, if they've been demonizing me for so long, I might as well just embrace the image at this yeah. point because I got yeah. nothing to lose. And, and that's I, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not surprised that that's what people do. Mm-hmm. You there's a I, I wish I remembered the phrase for it, but there's a psychological term for somebody treating you a certain way for a certain amount of time. You psychologically will just typically will just turn into that. Like if somebody tells you you're a bad person, you're going to do this for 10, 15 years, you can just turn into that because you're like, well, I don't know any better. People tell me I'm bad. I, I am. This is what I am now. Yeah. You know, or, or they that, embrace it because they think they got nothing to lose. Yeah. They're like, yeah. if everybody thinks I'm this bad, then I might as well just do whatever they say yeah. that I am it's, because I got matter. nothing to lose. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't what be. I do. Right. Yeah. Kevin, you were trying yeah. to make a point here. You're trying to. Um... No, I was, I was just I was agreeing with the guys. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you keep getting accused of uh, cheating. And you yeah. know you're not doing anything. You might as well do it, right? You're like, you know, what the hell, shit, man. All right. If I'm going to pay you the know? price, I might as well be, be yeah, the vice. Exactly. Might as well, yeah. He's looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> also, I also think that, see, and, and when I'm watching this, these kind of things unfold, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I understand this is because, uh, you know, there was definitely, and one, let's get this out the way. There is cheating in every election, mm-hmm. every last single one of them. This one was amplified, given, okay? Mm-hmm. It was definitely amplified. So do I agree with cheating? No. Right. Do I? I don't even know if I'm smart enough to say we can build a perfect system for voting to make sure there's no fraud. I'm not maybe the guy to do that. But um, I get why people are upset if you feel like something's been snatched away. But here's something else that that I want to say about that, too. And what? Okay, hold politicians accountable. I'm all for that. Period. You know, I don't I don't trust none of them. However, I have to ask this question. At what point do you turn and look in the mirror yourself? Mm-hmm. In terms At of what point, point do you? Yeah, you have to be willing to govern. I mean, so Hank and I have been talking about this a lot lately, and mm-hmm. there has to be a lot of governance from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, and when well, the conversations that we've been having is obviously gun controls on the way. We know that. Um, oh yeah, no doubt. Start talking to your local your local law enforcement. Your local sheriff has a lot more power than you think. Bring it in home and then start moving it outwards. And I think that's what you're getting at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you it, it, not only not only that, you're right there, too. You're not off off track at all. At the same time, what didn't you do for prime, prime example? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, give or take, 
GOA decides to run this big campaign in Georgia, you know, for obvious reasons, because of the Senate runoff, which mm -hmm. did not go the way that most freedom loving people would have preferred. Mm -hmm. um, they come and they're like, hey, they're pumping money. They're, they're getting, you know, people for advertising. They're getting radio spots. People are people are flying in on their own dime. GOA is obviously paying for their reps to come down and help and knocking door to door and, you know, all out and about doing things. Right. And then I show up to an event here in Smyrna, Georgia, which is basically Atlanta. And then Rob Pincus shows up to an event in another large city in the area, Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Well, four or four hours away. So another large area in the state. Collectively, the amount of people that showed up, if you were not counting staff, mm -hmm. was 14 in two cities. I, 14. Uh, some of the, the reporting that I had read today after the election was over was the amount of grassroots uh, door knocking phone calling, all of that was well above what any Republicans did. The Republicans just sat and let basically let this happen. You're talking about the, the grassroots stuff on the left. Yeah. Yeah. They right. they mm -hmm. uh, one guy was saying that he got four knocks within the same day from Democrats saying, hey, are you voting for so and so? Are you voting for Warnock or whomever? But see, here, here's where and, and some people may get upset when you say mm -hmm. this, but this is just the reality. You you can't have it both ways. The the president can't say that this all happened and then expect people to then trust enough to go out and vote, especially when they see that the Republican Party was not backing up the president. So it's a catch 22. You can get mad that the Republican Party didn't do enough because they didn't. But at the same time, it was set up that there was no way that they could have won this. You know, there there really was a, no way. I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the, the term accelerationism. Have we yeah. ever talked about that here? Of course. I think that some people said, let's just have them take Fuck it. it all. Fuck so it. The people are punished and then they figure it out the hard way. And um, because yeah. I, I think because so. many of us are prepared to go. Right. Everyone else can just go, yeah. you know, forget it like they're done. If they didn't prepare, they're they're screwed. Yeah, I think, a, I, think, I think there are a lot of people out there saying that. But let's not gloss over the point I think that Kevin was trying to make. You know, yeah. um, there's probably there were probably more people going into Georgia from outside of Georgia who are concerned with what's happening in Georgia than the people who are actually in Georgia being concerned about that. Right. And, and, yeah, and yeah, man. regardless of how you want to look at it, there's technically well, there's technically a lot of people who think they're Republicans or who think they're conservative or think they believe in the Constitution, think that they're pro-Second Amendment, whatever bucket you want to put people in generally that are on our side, there's a lot, there's a ton of those people in Georgia. Otherwise, then this yeah. is just the reality of what's happening there. And, and the, the, the folks in that bucket in Georgia are pretty much in apathy. And then the other on the other side, those guys are not in apathy. They came out and they voted. They got what they wanted. That does, you know, I agree. It's going to be a terrible thing. But, but hey, those are the people who came out right, and voted and also, did their thing. Let, let's also not look at it was it was pretty close. So when you come out and Donald Trump says, look at this terrible omnibus bill that they're passing and they're only going to give you six hundred dollars and the other 90 percent is going to go to special interest groups in other countries. And he's like, you should get two thousand dollars. The Democrats say, hell, yeah, let's give them two thousand dollars. The Republicans and Mitch McConnell say. Absolutely not. Not only are we going to give you six hundred dollars, we're still not going to cut all the spending in the bill. So we're going to spit on you twice. Mm -hmm. And that's how a lot of Republicans said that they felt. They said, look, I'm not a big government person, but the fact of the matter is 
The government created the lockdown situation and forced me to close my business, and now the government is not giving me money to do it. So even if I'm not a socialist and I don't believe in UBI, one side is telling me they're going to give me 2000 bucks. You're telling me you're not going to give me anything. Why should I vote for you? And that was enough. That margin was so small that you can't tell me that that's not part of it what caused it. Um, well, again, it's, human it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's human nature. It's human nature. Do you guys – have you ever – plan to do something in life that was like a long-term plan or a big plan and in order to achieve it you created a strategy right a plan Mm -hmm. to get to that goal Mm -hmm. right something long-term might take you five years to do right you build up and so i think that another mistake that the right made in this particular situation in georgia because i'm here and i can see it Mm -hmm. is they didn't think strategy one let's take a lawfuler for example right lawfuler was appointed she's never ran a campaign before like that so that was she was already going to be kind of behind the the, the eight ball when it came to that. Then she wasn't also not to cut you off, but she also wasn't very good at even when I saw her in the campaign right. stuff. She wasn't very good. Yeah. Nope. It, it and, is and what then, it is. And it was, mm-hmm. even though even though it was still closer than a lot of people expected it to be, because mm-hmm. I I was just like I don't think this lady's gonna beat him. But here's why another huge reason, not the only reason why she lost this area. Strategy, people. Sometimes you got to know when to shut up. You are a part owner of a WNBA team. You put out an unlisted, and this was this year, you put out an unsolicited response to the players wearing Black Lives Matter, the women who at that time were mainly protesting on behalf of Breonna Taylor. They're, They're women, right? You are in Fulton County. It's Atlanta. You're running for a Senate seat. Fulton County is going to have a lot to do with that. You decide to stand against it. And then on top of that, you understand how politics is going to work and when campaigns get ugly. Not only can they take your ill-advised statements from that, then all of a sudden they start brandishing you, you know, these pictures that you took with this dude that was a, a Klansman and all this and that, right? So if you put the two together from a strategic standpoint, did you want to lose? Did you want to lose? Even if you took a picture with somebody and you really didn't know who he was, let's just say she claims that. When you are standing up, when you know you're going to need to vote from this area, it's and I don't. OK, flat out. Do I have to tell people how many black people live in Atlanta? <laughs> like you, you, you don't do that. Then you also have to understand that Atlanta is a, a city that is full of successful or an expiring black women. You own a women's sporting league that's comprised of mainly black females who are influential in this immediate area. You weren't thinking strategy. You should have just shut your mouth and say, look, I want equality and equal treatment for all Americans. Any injustice should be handled accordingly, you know, by the law. And you should have moved your butt on. But trying to stand on that base, trying to pander to your base cost you because there were a lot of people that flat out told me I'm not interested in voting, period. Like, I don't want to go vote. I don't want to do it. But they went to vote to get her out of office. Right. They can tell you the first thing about Warnack. They just want her out of office. Yeah, I don't think what you're saying there is contestable, for my opinion, right? I think the problem, though, is not really with her. It's with the Republican Party. This is this is what we have going on, right? That you're, you know, they're just going by a simple formula. And if you go by the simple formula of whoever's got the most money, whoever we think fits the statistics, we're just going to push them in here, and then we're going to force them on people without thinking about like who are these people that they're actually serving, who are other people in the Republican Party that would have been better to groom or uh, encourage to to go in that direction. You wind up with stuff like this. It only it 
this is only a fight because of what's happening uh, this year. Yep. Between the end of last year and what's happening now, this is the only reason why it was a fight. If you take that all away or you go back four, eight, you know, 12 years ago, she would have just gotten elected because people are like, OK, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, let's let's just vote in this direction. Right. So the thing is, the it's the Republican Party. That's the problem on the Republican Party side. It's the way that they do things to me. That's the problem. And it's not effective uh, for for those of us who we're like a we're like a rainbow here. I think we've established that in the gun world. There's lots of different people. The Republican Party even only knows us in the gun world (laughs) when it comes to shit like this. All of a sudden, well, all of a sudden, they know us if they think, oh, let's try to see if we can get a couple of extra well, votes. One of my favorite political commentators always says that the only the only people that hate freedom loving people or conservatives more than the Democratic Party is the Republican Party. We're just a pain in their butt. They would rather have Democratic voters because they're they're Let's be honest, easier to deal with. Sometimes it's like, we'll give you welfare. We'll give you this stuff. It's like you guys want freedom. And you want to take power from us? That's a pain in the butt. I don't want to deal with that crap. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're, we are an absolute pain in the butt to them because they're not actual constitutionalists or even really believe what what we want. Uh, you know, they, they're they, more they, than They don't care. It's us. a two-party system, man. Yeah. This whole system yeah. works. It's to, like everyone's met. So let's talk about Pence here for a second because I saw the people talking about it. I've been a fan of Pence through Trump's presidency. Right. I have. So I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not going to like mess around with you guys. I'm going to tell you what I truly think. I always thought, OK, Pence is the only dude I see hanging out with Trump that's loyal and, and you know, following the thing or whatever. And now it seems like, you know, Pence is, is Brutus or something. Right. At this point, all of a sudden he flipped here and everyone's like, what? what wait, what happened lately? You know, I, I think that um, what's happening, if you guys don't realize it is that at the end of the day, Pence is a politician. Yeah. That's that's what's Amen. happening, bro. <laughs> you know, all these politicians are lining up. The Republicans and the Democrats run a two-party system. It's it's like wrestling. Sometimes you guys will win. Sometimes we will win. We're going to do it this way. We're going to share it. Everybody's going to get some. And that's why at the end of the day, they don't care. They get power. They get power no matter where this goes. It just switches from majority to minority, and they don't really give a damn. And this is the reason why they don't really know us until it's important to know us. This is why we got pushed off when Republicans had the supermajority four years ago to, oh, just wait for the midterms. Then we'll do some stuff for you. At some point all, and I think just to go back to what Kevin Dixie, I think, was saying in the beginning of this, we have to decide, like, what's our values and who are we down with? And whoever doesn't really fit into those values, we have to stop supporting them. We can't have this, like, no matter what, I'm going to support you, even though you're doing this BS. Right now, you're going to see all these guys, like, I, I understand the thing, right? You're going to see all these guys that knew us when they were trying to push through in Georgia. Now they're not going to know gun people anymore. <clears throat> they're going to go on about their business. Okay, that didn't work out. Don't worry. We'll, we'll figure out some other stuff or whatever. And, you know, I, I think that's what we need to realize, that if we feel like this, we need to take over something. Do we take over the Republican Party? Do we go look at some other party and take it over? Do we form a different one? 
We've got to figure out what we want to do there. Babyface, I know you were you you were into ordering dinner. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know the answer there. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer there. I I think the I do think that the Republican Party needs to wake up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they will start losing. They will start losing lots and lots and lots of people. They had a large turnout. I think they've for, lost for people. Younger, huh? For for young people, they had a large turnout for young people mm-hmm. this time. Trump okay. brought a lot of people in. But again, this goes back to the, the fact that. The, the Republican Party never backed Trump from the mm-hmm. beginning. They never mm-hmm. backed Trump. So he had the base. The Trump has the base. The Republican Party no longer, I, I think, does. Correct. I think yeah. he has that majority of people. I think Trump proved that the Republican Party was broken when he yes. got um, – when he was elected as the Republican Party nominee. Mm-hmm. That was the proof that it was broken and it was because, yes, what you're saying – the, everyone else who was running was disconnected. This is why the massive hate from Romney. I mean, Romney was saying what happened today in in Congress was an insurrection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Biden was out there saying these people are. Uh, I, I don't know the exact words, but he was saying these are like thugs and you know whatever he was was saying about folks, which he wasn't saying that when people were out protesting and his party was was encouraging folks to go out there and and protest. And while at the same time, some other people were out there rioting, right? That that wasn't that wasn't being said at at um, at be the time. Be careful. They huh? better be careful because Biden Biden is known for building prisons for you. Ask me how I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is Harris. So is Harris. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Harris is still for putting you in them. So yeah, he yeah. builds right. it. That's right. Yeah. She, yeah. She yeah. Uh, let me shout out some people. Trenchwork Chronicles oh, is is in weed? the chat. Oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Trenchwork Chronicles is out there. He says it's Rand Paul or nothing in 2024. Um, shout out to Antonio Okafor that's I don't also think out that's there. I, I hope. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The ma- the media hates Trump so much. I don't know if the Republicans would ever let him run again. Like, I don't know if they will actually let him. It, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be letting him. It would be that he'd have to take. Why it does back. Trump? Why does Trump even need to? Like where? Like let let me let me say something to you. Did you ever hear the saying "Don't cry for me, Argentina"? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. No, 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 I agree. So, I agree. Uh, America, you don't need to cry for Trump. No. He's a billionaire. Uh, He'll be all right. You are the ones who are going to suffer. Clearly, <laughs> he has the base to push into twenty twenty four if he wanted to, but. The, they're going to silence him as much as they can. He was already yeah, president, he'll, bro. He'll never get it. But yeah. he, he was already president. He's going to get a library. What does he need to even what does he need to do? He, I think he actually had a chance to at least have a, a deep, a decent campaign until today. If he wanted to rerun possible. until today, after today. What do you nah. think? Where do you think Trump messed? Do you think he messed up something today? You think uh, what happened today is Trump's uh, fault? No, I, no, it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily because he's been on this. You know, uh, he's been fighting for his job, you know, and staying in office for you know a while now. No, I think it had it was what happened today. Mm-hmm. It was the the Capitol building because can you imagine mm-hmm. when he reruns if he rerun for president how those how the images of today are going to be cropped into ads? You know what I mean? Like can you imagine mm-hmm. that campaign against them? So um, I think today and the actions of today, from a, just a strategic standpoint, when you start looking at running again for office and stuff like that, will make it mm-hmm. I'm not going to say impossible, but make it extremely difficult. And uh, mm-hmm. I think to Babyface's point. Why would they then put him as the the you know the, the guy to represent the Republican Party? Um, I think that Trump, however, as any politician will, 
that's why I don't like tribalism because it, it, it uh, a consequence of tribalism is, is blindness. And mm-hmm. Trump, nobody wants to talk about the small group of people he did alienate. Gun owners. You flat out lied to gun owners. And everybody wants to tiptoe around that. Mm-hmm. Dude, you lied. You stood on a stage at the NRA, which is also in Atlanta. Georgia's really been playing a part in this thing. Um, you stood on stage and you said, you know, the eight-year assault on your guns is over, whatever, I'm paraphrasing, whatever he said. And then what did you proceed to do? You supported red flag laws. You, you got the bump stock banned. You said you don't like silencers. Whit Pierce Morgan, of all people. And you're going to think about doing treating them like he, he also never did anything with uh, the ATF. He, he completely nope. he pretended like the ATF doesn't exist. He never the, the uh, whoever picked the, the first choice to go up there. That was a total fiasco. He never took charge of that. Never said, OK, I'm going to get rid of these people. I'm going to put some solid um, two way guys in there or some people who believe in the Constitution. How, however you want to put it. Right. He didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, I think that from the beginning, he was caught up in other things. And ultimately, look, I, I like Trump. I, I'm just telling you guys, I voted for him. I like him. You know, I think he's not a politician. I think his problem versus other people that have been president recently is that they were more organized. If you look at uh, Obama's uh, presidency, he was more organized. He had less people uh, betraying him and backstabbing him and all that kind of stuff. Um, as we're saying here, Trump's problems the whole time has been the Republican Party and that he's not mm-hmm. a politician yep. and he doesn't understand the game. And, and and they also figured out how to just keep him running around in circles, looking at the wrong thing and, and paying attention to the wrong stuff. Yep. I give him kudos for for being uh, uh, having a backbone, being a man and standing up here and seeing that there's BS going on. And I think he's fighting the good fight. I believe in that. At the end of the day, though, I have a feeling that when he feels like, OK, this is the end of the good fight, he's going to be gone. I don't think we have to worry about that. I think he's going to go about his business because he's done what he needs to do. Right. And I then think, and we're going to be the I, I, ones left here trying to figure all this shit out. I think I think the only the only wrench that goes into that is the fact that you're seeing not the feds, mm-hmm. but New York State is going after him for some crazy financial stuff. Mm-hmm. And unless he pardons himself, he, he may have repercussions with that because we already know the whole. Well, I'm not going to go after Hillary Clinton after the election. Trump Trump did that. The left, I don't think, will do that. I think Trump will absolutely, especially after today, they will absolutely try to go after Trump in in court. Maybe maybe Biden won't because he's going to be like. Well, can, I, can I make a prediction? Can I make but a I prediction? Think the, I think New York State will. I can think I, they absolutely will. Can I make a prediction? I'm going to say that any politician who knows who knows what they're doing and has any sense. So I'm talking about Democrats because Republicans don't know what they're doing and don't have any fucking sense. Okay, the ones who do when Trump finally gives up the ghost, they're going to leave him alone. You do not want to bring any of that back up. (laughs) If you have any if you have any sense, you do not want to go forward here and bring any of that back up. Trump's not broke. Would... He's not broke like other people. He could keep fighting this. There's a thing called discovery. There's all kinds of, of stuff. I think at the end right. of the day, they're going to leave it. It's the same thing that made him just leave Hillary Clinton because she was the first lady. Her husband was president. If we, if I'm, I'm not telling you that I agree with what they did, but when no, he no, became president... They showed him the books that says, yeah, here's all the aliens this is where they're at, how they are, over, whatever, the only reason, whatever you the think. Only, and he chilled the out. Only reason I would, the only reason I would disagree with you is because 
what we've seen over the last four years is absolutely unprecedented, where you see the impeachment process, everything that happened with Russiagate, uh, the election itself, everything has been so un- the lockdown. Do you know why, uh, though? Do you know why? Well, because of him. But, but it, do you because think what Trump be did has what Trump did, what Trump did has never, ever been done before. No one could take away Trump's place in history. He did something as a president that no other president ever did. I'm sorry. Every other president we had was a politician, including Reagan. Okay, and they were established. Trump. Uh, if if you look at if you look at Obama, he was at least a senator for like a couple months. Okay, so Trump did something that no one else has ever done, and they want to make sure nobody else's ass does that. That's, well, that's what why happened. they would set an example of him. You're, you're talking to a guy. I grew up in New York with yeah. Trump. I grew up in New York with Trump. Okay? And the thing that I'm telling you is that all of this stuff that, that has happened in the last four years and things that have been said were never said all of this time. There were people, I remember there were people who weren't happy at Trump. It all had to do with uh, Atlantic City casinos, old ladies getting kicked out of their homes or whatever with eminent domain. None of that ever happened. Okay, all the rappers, everybody was in the videos, he was in all the movies, all this kind of stuff. But then all of a sudden you had a guy who came out of nowhere and not just money, Romney has a lot of money. Okay, on on his own, he was able to mobilize people and get people excited enough to support him despite what the Republicans wanted. The Republican Party did not want him to be the nominee, did not want him to be president, and he became president. So what you saw that's unprecedented is because they want to make sure any other mofo that even thinks about going in there is like, yo, if you don't know this game and you're not a real player in this game and you try to come in here, we are going to slap the living shit out of you every day. But watch, just mark my words, when this is all over, it's going to be all over and they're going to walk away from it. Because to keep mentioning, it's like what happens here on YouTube or whatever, right? If someone hates you and they keep going after you and mentioning your name, who do you think benefits? Mm-hmm. You benefit at the end of the day. Tyvin Show is asking me, I'm going to get, I'm going to let someone else get in here. But Tyvin Show says, Hank, what happened to Trump's son being head of the NRA? Why, why, why would he want to go? <laughs> this family doesn't want to fail like that. Why do they want to be that? Why do they want to be the head of a shit show? Uh, I don't think I don't think they would Trump. That. What was they that? Put him on a, they gave him a 12 hour suspension. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. They're, they're Which, again, shouldn't be legal, but whatever. they're going to do this until he when he leaves, all of this will go away. They won't treat people who become president after this, that are politicians like this. And it's a warning to all of you who think that you could just like become a politician, like get to that level without playing the game. Uh, Sorry, anyone who else wants to go in there, go ahead. Well, I will tell you this. Although, you know, I I did make mention, and we all made mention to what we we saw, some some failures, things that could have been done better Mm -hmm. and things like that. Take a deep breath, America. Because the next four years is about to be a roller coaster, baby, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to now his failures and all, or the Republican Party failures and all. Um, well, what's happened as a consequence of that is going to be bad for all of us. It is not going to be peaceful. Um, I can only—I don't pretend to be a healthcare expert. I do read and study it because I have kids. You know, I got a family. I have to keep up with these things and costs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't look good what they're talking about doing. It looks good on the surface, but we mm-hmm. understand politics, right? 
You say it real pretty until you start diving into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then when you look at uh, taxes, huh, okay, because they come up with all these programs, guess who got to pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you look at gun control, um, make no mistake about it, like I've told people before, and I'm always going to call out anybody. I don't give a damn about you supporting Trump, uh, Mitt Romney, whoever. If they are anti-gun, they are going to cross my radar and I'm going to call them out, period, right? Now, that being said, there is a such thing as a politician being anti-gun, and there is somebody who was born with gun control in their veins, and that dude's name is Joe Biden. <laughs> he is not a politician that's going to use gun control as a card. He really does not like guns, right? Mm-hmm. And he is a bully, and so he's going to bully all these senators. He's going to bully all these governors. He's going to use the full weight of that office and all the skeletons in the closet that he has on people. He's going to use all that to make sure mm-hmm. he gets more money out of you and he gets your guns out of your hands. That mm-hmm. is going to be that dude's uh, goal while he is in office. And guess what? The way that the Senate went, it just got a little easier for him. Mm-hmm. Right. So you all. So I will hope that everybody at this point takes a deep breath, realize that you truly have a file on your hands. We can definitely learn from this. Right. But going, hey, guys, what's going on in your local politics after this whole shakeup? Mm-hmm. What mayors and governors can you help get in place? Right. Because right now, a governor might be the only damn thing that saves you. Right. Governor, um, so um, your your sheriff, <laughs> your sheriff, your yeah, local your politicians, sheriff. your uh, state senators. Uh, each state has its own constitution. Sorry, Kevin, I didn't mean to cut you off because you're actually like dropping uh, wisdom right now. But go ahead. Yeah. So I would just say to all those, all those elected officials, especially mm-hmm. the ones you should be monitoring them anyway, but especially mm-hmm. the ones that are coming up in the next two years. If you understand that they are going to fight for your freedom and you believe in that, I can't tell you that. But if you believe in that, mobilize for them now. Figure out how you can help them now. Mm-hmm. Start holding them accountable for their shortfallings now. So when you do present this candidate uh, up in the next couple of years, it's somebody who is, is at least polished, somebody who understands the will of the people, and you can, you can help put them in place. But to sit back and just say, OK, we're going to get punched in the face and not go back, you know, lick your wounds, you know, banish your hands back up and get ready for the next round of fights is going to make the four years even worse. Mm-hmm. So please, for the love of God, when you learn from this, who can you support going forward to put them in place to at least keep this stuff at bay, right? To at least keep it at bay. Mm-hmm. Another thing I would just like to say is this. Hey, America, I hope one day uh, you wake up and realize that whether they are Republicans and whether they are Democrats, this whole two-party crap, they are not looking at us like we are equal and we deserve a seat at the table, mm-hmm. okay? They are not. So when you're done fighting for whomever, that is your freedom and your right, I hope you understand that the people you are arguing and fighting with, that neighbor, that guy down the street, the person you had road rage with, that is that you guys are, we are all in the same pen, and they're making us believe that all the shit is different and tastes good, right? So I'm telling you now, we the people is not something that was said by accident. It's a reason that we the people are supposed to align. We're going to argue. It's the reason we're supposed to do that because right now we've given all the power to them, the government. We spend more time fighting over what the government says and how the government feels than we do pouring into each other and making this country a better place. We spend more time talking about how the media is separating us. But hold on. Aren't you watching the media? Mm-hmm. Aren't you regurgitating what they said to you? Mm-hmm. So is it the media's fault for being the media? If you If you can call them out and say that you know that they're full of crap, then why are you still allowing the media to influence you about how you feel about the person that is in the same bad spot as you? 
right? Mm -hmm. So I just hope people wake up and grow up. And another thing, too, last thing, and I'll shut up. Hey, the next time we decide to do this whole black Republican thing, can we do it better? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Because that that was the the, the whole the birth of the black Republican uh, right when Trump started to run, and you know all these big okay. social faces now mm -hmm. that were oh black community this black community that all these different personalities and stuff. Let me tell y'all a secret. The I'm telling you this because I grew up in the area, and I'm not saying none of you did. Hank, obviously, you grew up in New York. Rolando, you're absolutely a minority and babyface. You're just babyface. So um, <laughs> you know we. we we, if you grew up in these areas mm -hmm. where people you're used to the let's just say the left, you're used to their politics, you, you grew up under them and stuff like that. And you kind of understand how it mm -hmm. works. Right. So um, me and countless other people are saying, hey, guys, look, as far as freedom goes, not a political party, as far as freedom goes, this is where I can tell you for the last 20, 30 years, you've been making a mistake. Right. So let's see if we can fix that. And what do we do? We got the birth of this whole pandering kind of thing, this black Republican thing that everybody thought was going to work and they're going to free the minds of, you know, 42 million black Americans. Then all of a sudden we're going to sway the thing and it's going to be a red wave and all this and that. Let me tell you something. If you really care about your fellow American, black, blue, red, brown, whatever, you will care about their issues and you wouldn't send puppets in to talk about the issues that are going on with them. You will really have a seat at the table. And when you are going to send somebody into a political room to have a discussion about a people just because they look like those people don't mean they're about the culture. What the Republican Party allowed themselves to do was to get loud voices with no movement. They allowed themselves to be they, they started to use it as a feel good to the community. And what happened is a lot of those personalities became bigger than what the mission was supposed to be. So then it became a sounds like the NRA you're describing here. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it just it, it's, it a, it's a mirror, a microcosm of that. Yeah. The next time that they decide to do that, I would say don't focus on labeling somebody a thing if you want them to penetrate into different communities and, and get focus on what and then allow people get uh, I'm going to say gas those people up, but give them the resources to go out and spread the good word. Mm -hmm. Because this whole thing, I've been telling people that forever, like, oh, man, because you have 30 new social media stars that erupted and like, oh. We're going to be in a Latin community and a black community and for, for women in it. And then we're also going to support Trump in the process. How did that work out? I always hate stuff like that, man. I, I, I'm i just trying to tell you, I'm proud to be what I am. Right. I'm proud of that. Um, I talk about it all the time. But what I'm the most proud of, of what I do here, like I don't we don't even think about that when we do shit around here. I don't think I think it's who we are and we, we we're going to be who we are. But but. Finding things like that, all you're doing is checking boxes. You're not yep. you're not looking for the p people who have the true passion, the people yep. who really believe in it, the people who are going to do it no matter what. You know, the people who are going to keep fighting even though they're taking blows. But this is the problem that we have when it becomes a system, right? Anything that's a system, the two-party system, the political system, all of these things, this is how it's going to work, right? Because everyone's just going to game it, and as long as they get what they want when they retire, they'll be good. Nancy Pelosi, all these people, if they ever freaking retire, you know, they're, they don't, they're not even planning on living in America, right? With, with what, whatever they do to it. So, and I think it's the same thing with a lot of Republicans out there. They don't really care. We, us, 
we're the ones who have to live here and our kids have to live here. Uh, Babyface, I'm going to let you jump in and then I'm going to take someone's comment from here. We could talk about that. <clears throat> no, go for the comment. I don't I don't have anything good to say. OK. All right. What about you, Rolanda? Did you? Want... <laughs> you uh, no, no. I was going to say I, I totally agree with KD yeah. and I've actually seen I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I've seen some of this in my own community. But ironically, I've seen it a lot in the black community. Antonio was in here earlier and I've seen her with Hotep Jesus debating some black conservatives and they're like, what the heck is this all about? They like, do this know, in every community. They do it to the yeah. gay people. They do it to the yeah, white dudes, the gay, do it to the women. There. Yeah. You find yeah. people that are just there for the grift rather than people that want to just tell you the truth or like, this is how I live. This is why I'm a Republican because I believe in these things, but they just try to get a picture perfect you know, example of whatever they're looking That's for. why people say that's cool, but not the most important thing, right? And then sometimes yeah. when people yeah. are saying that, a lot, there's a lot of folks out there like, well, you're just racist because you're telling someone that this shouldn't be about that. I, I Listen, we should be who we are. We should be happy and, and proud, all of us, to talk about who we are and what we are. But if, once you make it all about that, it's it's going to go nothing but there. Um, let, me, let me just uh, get to this because Jerry Parker had this question. I'm going to let... Uh, Whoever wants to answer this, jump in before me. If uh, Jerry Parker says if they can rig the national election, they can rig the local one too. How do you guys respond to that? Oh, yeah, of course. We live yeah, in the republic. Well, I I think the damage that may have been done this time is we're we're talking about a lot of things, and I see some people in the chat are. I, I go I go through two different phases with this, and mm -hmm. you know I talk with uh, Johanna a lot about this of. We need we need to continue to, to talk and prepare as if nothing is wrong or the same things that we think are wrong are going wrong, but also think to ourselves, it's possible that it's too late, that we've already gone too far and that it's all going to fall apart. So you need to be of both minds, prepare for the best, uh, uh, you know, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. So I know a lot of people sometimes are like, well, if they stole the election, there's no credibility with anything going forward. So how do we have any reprisal? And I would be like, if you truly agree that, then I agree there is no solution that we've got that's easy. And that's it. Sometimes that's the way that life is. You know, some people are like, have faith. Faith doesn't necessarily mean that you have to hope that good things are going to happen. Faith means that you're going to be strong when the bad things happen. You're not going to lose yourself mm -hmm. when 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 uh, when S hits the fan. That's what having faith is. It's not that, well, it's going to be rainbows and sunshines if I pray for it. No, sometimes you'll pray that rain stops and you'll get a flood. That's the way that it is because your faith is tested when you can make it through those hard times. The rain has to fall. To, yeah, the rain has to fall. You, know, you can't appreciate the sunshine without exactly. the rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you can't appreciate the good times without the pain. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the song I'm thinking of? That was, uh, who was that? Come on, uh, man. Come uh, on. Uh, sunshine uh, and it, rain. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Rob Ace, I think okay, Rob Ace did that. Track. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, hold on. No, was oh, you're it, talking about uh, the original. Uh, the uh, song, man. Original um, soul song. Um, uh, I can't. The R&B group. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone's uh, gonna. Someone else is gonna tell us, huh? Yeah. Somebody in the comments tell us. Uh, Sunshine. Is it? In yeah. rain. Oh man, I forget. It's, it's, <laughs> I know the song. I hear it. I'm not gonna sing. I hear it. Yeah. But you know, I will also say this real quick when you take that comment. Look, mm -hmm. um, it's it is. What I would like to see, since we're just to close out on that whole pandering thing and use a mm -hmm. color or a gender or sex or whatever, next time, just come with the policy. Maze. That's what I want to see. You know, Maze. I Lola says Maze. 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 
Was it Mays? It was okay. Mays that did Sunshine it's not, it's and Rain. It's not the one I'm thinking about. Okay. It's oh, yeah. Rodney Brady Mays. says Frankie Beverly and Mays. Mays, okay. Mm-hmm. So Boom. I would like to see people just that's why we walk keep, in That's why we keep Rodney Brady around, by the way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And say, this is the policy. This is how it's negatively affecting you. Mm-hmm. This is what we can do better. Just give me the policy. Don't attach a party to it. Just give me the policy. That's all mm-hmm. I want, right? And mm-hmm. I, I will also say this, because um, I, I did call out one side, so let me call out the other. <laughs> if you think, if you are somebody, and if you use your freedom and your vote to vote for, uh, let's just say Joe Biden and you know uh, people that Bernie Sanders endorsed, mm-hmm. because they're gonna. Uh, pay for your college, uh, you still gonna pay your college loan, so please keep that in the budget. Uh, <laughs> please keep the firm uh, that is still gonna be that's still your bill and they're still gonna charge you for that. As a matter of fact, they're gonna tax you. So it might be a little bit more difficult for you to pay that bill. Mm-hmm. So just understand that whole thing about giving you free, I tell people this all the time. The next time somebody tells you something is free, ask them how much it's gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. So nothing is free. Nothing is free. Um, free. Yeah. Before we get off the local thing, Patrick, I don't know if you want, have something to say on the local thing. No. I, I kind of agree, but I disagree on it. You and I have seen that uh, on on the local level, there there is a lot of corruption, there, even in, in Republican politics. Just as corrupt as as the national level. Yeah, but he, well, if you don't vote for me, you're voting for them because I, I'm here to fight for you. It's but, but I think right the on. problem is civic engagement. Like if we're not paying attention to what our leaders are doing, unfortunately, it takes work. Yeah. Uh, you have to go to the city council meetings. You have to pay attention to your local paper. If you even show up just for your local elections when the election comes up. It's the same thing as the national if, because you have to constantly hold them accountable. If, if you, you advocate you run yourself. Yeah. If you abdicate, if you abdicate your responsibility and you don't keep an eye on the local guys, they're just going to take that and use that as a stepping stone and not give a crap about you. But if you pay attention, if you're involved in it, as Rolando is saying, it's different. And I feel it is different. Like we're talking about sheriff. OK, yeah. uh, these are small counties like Florida has a lot of counties. Right. So there are some bigger ones, but you're I, I, I see my sheriff. So this is when well, one of the things we were talking about at the beginning of this is the whole thing with the police. Right. What's the difference between the police and the sheriff? So like where I live, these are I don't know if there's 12 dudes in, in, in my local sheriff department. Right. Including my sheriff. I actually have like his number. You know, and I've been talking to him because I've been trying to get him to come on. I believe, unfortunately, there was like a murder in my county. So it's gotten real busy for him. But we are working on getting him to come on. The people who you talk to, who you know, who you pay attention to, you can hold accountable as long as you don't abdicate that. If your sheriff is doing the wrong thing, you can say, Sheriff, what's up with you? What are you up to? What's going on here? Why are you doing this? If you you need you need to be the one to find out like what can you guys do to help them? I've I've come to the realization that a lot of small town or, or small county sheriffs like that, they don't have the right resources, you know, they don't get the proper training and all that kind of stuff and stuff goes wrong anywhere now. Everything has to be a two-way street. You have to communicate with these people and help them. That's why when that day comes, they will have your back because they know you and they know that you're a human being versus you just fighting like a freaking stormtrooper, right? When everyone gets mad, like we were talking about with the police and all that kind of stuff, is that police officer just a stormtrooper to you? Like, you know, just like how people when it comes to racism or whatever. And this is what it sounds like a lot. 
when when people say to me, oh, but you know, you support the cops or whatever. No, if you really listen to me, that's not what we do. It's not a black and white issue. I have no support for bad cops. I believe that there should be better vetting, better training, better paid, keep the professional cops, get rid of the bad guys, all that kind of stuff. Right. But but when people just look at it as like, well, see, they did this. So they're bad. But when they do this over here, they're not good. When you when you're when when your kid is missing or something like that, now they're now they're terrible. Like I had a, a friend of mine that's a police officer on the show. People started going after him. That guy works at, at SVU, <laughs> where he works. When someone does something to your kid, you know your daughter, your sister, or something like that. Now you're going to want to know that dude. So you just have to think about what's going on here and make them realize that you're a human being and you need to realize that they're a human being and that this is a two-way street that we need to take care of each other. And I think that goes along to the other politicians. When they're actually hearing from us and when they do wrong and they hear our wrath and they see that we're upset, when we're picking them in the first place, we're the ones that need to figure out who's who, who is this person? Is this really the best person to go out there? So I would say that we still have the best chance with the local people versus the guys who go out there and then just it's all about like the bigger offices out there and all that kind of stuff. That's that's where we need to do this. So Well, and, and people have to know that the Congress is now set up for anybody that's an insurgent to fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can already see what's happened with the president, obviously, but what they do is if you want any power, you have to be part of a committee. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be part of a committee, you have to play ball. Because mm-hmm. if you go in there and you're like, I'm going to cause change, then they're like, all right, well, you can keep getting reelected, but we're not going to give you money for your reelection if you don't toe the line. And if you can survive that, that's fine. We're going to put you in a back corner office where you can never get any power because nobody's ever going to be able to meet you. And that's it. And then most of them cave or that's it. They just don't have power. So their constituents think like, man, this congressperson is not doing anything for me and it's like well they actually are by not playing the game in a way but unfortunately you don't know that because you have to play the game to get anything but to play the game you got to sell your soul mm-hmm. so it's like a catch-22 yeah uh with washington so that's yeah we have to focus on the local and hold people accountable i think the problem is it all takes work and people don't want to have to work they're like i've got enough time working with my own business and doing all this stuff i'm like i'm sorry if you don't want people to be corrupt you have to hold them accountable it's the way that it is. We don't live in a world anymore where you can just count on like in the past, even even in the past, a lot of it was a farce. We idealized a lot of things, mm-hmm. but you could say in the past that people were more honorable. So they cared about honor and their word and dignity and things like that. Now, maybe a lot of it is BS. that They just tell in stories now because that's what we, they wanted to portray in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that's not the case, you have to think. People had more decorum back in the day. Nowadays, that's not the same way. So maybe in the past, uh, you know, the founders basically said, we're going to give you a lot of power and a lot of freedom here. But basically, if you guys aren't a moral people, it's not going to work. It's going to blow up in your face. If you guys aren't good enough and you start cheating, stealing, taking advantage of the power, it's not going to work out. That's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. So I think people get too much power. I think Babyface dropped out. Uh, he probably yeah, would come back like in. He- yeah. yeah, I think uh, he might have lost power or something on his camera. He's probably setting that up. Let me see. I don't know if he's still. Yeah, he, we'll, we'll probably get him back here in a second. All right. So oh, let's let, go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. I just 
I wanted to address this last thing, and only because uh, she's always a sweetheart. She's always nice, and so I want. I saw this question. So it's Kathleen. Mm-hmm. She said, uh, basically, I'm paraphrasing because I lost the comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, she disagrees with my stance on that. I believe the whole black Republican thing. And mm-hmm. do I think that uh, is there anything that could have been if the Republican Party would have did anything different? Mm-hmm. Would that have would the black voters have done anything different? The only answer I have for that is this. Mm-hmm. I am just giving my opinion as a dude that grew up in an all-democratic area for 40 years, as someone who goes into a lot of these areas to do different uh, community outreach and stuff and does not go with a political identity and has a worldview. I am listening and talking to these people all the time. And so they are very open and honest about what they don't like, what they're seeing, and what annoys them. So it's not just even me. It's the fact I'm there doing other work on a regular basis And these are the conversations that come up. So I'm not telling you something from, oh, I'm just watching the Internet. I'm living it. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, this is what people are concerned with. And when when now are you going to have people that are going to be, for lack of a better word, I'm not calling anybody stupid, but are going to be ignorant to certain facts, Mm -hmm. willfully ignorant even? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. But at the same time, to not want to press someone to do better because somebody else might not take the correct action is lazy. So. I'm not going to say I'm 100% right, but I can say from doing this for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. from having these conversations where no political party has followed me for a long time. Hell, I'm a pro-gun dude that got invited into a room that I shared online with 30 anti-gun Democrats to have a conversation with them. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of hip and used yeah. to what people not listen to me. But as a black man that grew up in a democratic area for all of his life, that understands the game, that is seen deployed, that's never identified as a political party, that sees what people talk about, that are in their living rooms, that are in the best, at the basketball court with them, that are having conversations with them, that is sharing a range with them, I am telling you mm-hmm. what they are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Um, well, go ahead. Yeah. And kind of on that same token, even Kimberly Clasic herself said that when she wanted to run in uh, in, in Baltimore. For the GOP, the GOP basically said, we're not going to support you. You can't win. So what kind of a message does that send to people in Maryland? It's like, well, the GOP doesn't even really care about us. They're not even worth trying. They're not even it's, we're not even worth trying to yeah. to win them over. Yeah. So when you don't even try to play the game, that tells you that kind of tells you a lot. This I think they don't care. This, I think, happens on both sides. And it's probably going to hurt some people's feelings. But if you want an example from my point of view, let's look at Trump. Right. Uh, if you if you're going to appoint people because they're cool or they're your friends to do a certain job, I don't know. Let's say, you know, those people all of a sudden become in charge of like public housing or something. Mm-hmm. I don't need the person in public housing to look like me. <laughs> if he if that if, if he or she looks like me, you know, or if that's a woman, I'm fine with that. I don't care whatever the things are. I don't care what they are. I care about can they do the best job in that thing? Do they really care about this? That's what matters to me. You know, if you guys remember, was it Omarosa or whatever? You know, uh, it, that whole fiasco, fiasco in the in in the White House came about because you know you, he he put this chick that he was on a reality show with or whatever in there, and then it just it just spiraled out of control like a reality show because that's what she's used to doing. Then that's ineffective. 
How about you get someone who can actually do that job? I don't care what their skin color is. A, per a white person could do a lot for black people if we could just get over that. If there's a qualified black person who really cares and is really passionate and willing to do it, I'm 100% with that thing. But if not, a white person could do that job better then let them do it because now what you're doing is rewarding one black person and making all the other people of color suffer. What is the sense of that? This is what Malcolm X was talking about, right? This is what he said Democrats do, but I guess Republicans do the same shit, right? You're just gonna, let me, let me like dole out some uh, stuff over here. Okay, I did things for people or whatever, but you don't really care about what they're actually out there doing and then things don't get done. And this is why even that we're saying like, okay, if you're president, you can't do everything. But if Trump or anyone who says they're pro second amendment becomes president, don't you think their very first action is going to be to do something about the freaking ATF. Would it, if one of us became president right Ooh. now, if, if, if Kevin Dixie became president and Kevin didn't do something about the ATF, I promise you, I will be out there talking shit about Kevin Dixie. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, you would. All day long. And text him. Yep. <laughs> right? So this is the thing. You need what? to, I, I care about the people who are actually going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where uh, Jerry Parker says Ben Carson was over housing. I'm just trying to use that as an example that that still also became a fiasco. Right. There was craziness with them trying to like, what was he spending money on furniture for the like, what does this what does this have to do with the job that you took on? And, and because you're uh, like Ben Carson, super intelligent dude, right? Surgeon, very accomplished. I'm not trying to diss that yes, guy. But what actually got done? Yeah, why would you need a surgeon over housing? Though it seems like there would be some something else he could be doing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I don't know if I, I can I think, think about it. Kevin. I don't know. Something right. to do with a general, a surgeon, yeah. and general? our secretary uh, of education. She doesn't have an educational background either. So it's like what? Mm -hmm. Like. We, I, I, I don't know. Man. Just, we I agree we are course. doing this nonsense to ourselves, all of us, not other people. Like, I get it. There are other people. And if if it's a majority rules thing, then people are going to get what they want. And well, what we all have to do is make sure that we're insulated for when the shit hits the fan. Well, uh, look, look at all the uh, look at all the the green movement people that were getting pissed because I think that the uh, who Biden was going to put up for the USDA was like uh, a former uh, pre uh, former member of the board of Monsanto. I just started laughing. I was like, that's great. It's absolutely incredible. I was like the biggest like farming agricultural company that's like sold products that cause cancer. And he's going to be the one that you put it in the head of the USDA. And you guys wanted the Green New Deal. I was like, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the stuff that makes me laugh. Yeah. So, you know, uh, that's how it always is. They always choose people that are like, you know, yeah, uh, giving them favors or who is friendly with them. I think Trump's problem is that. If you're nice to him for like five or ten minutes, it seems like he'll be like, man, this is a really stand-up person. I should put you in a good position. Sometimes that's how I feel like it is because these people seem to like backstab him or just do stuff. Uh, you know, half the people in his cabinet just turned on him. I don't and think I don't like, think Trump ever thought he was getting all the way there to the White House. And then Yeah, and then I, well, that's kind of what I told yeah. Joe today. I was like, I feel like Trump's reaction even to today was like Trump didn't expect that people were going to try to do something like this. Because it almost seems like he was going back and forth whether I want – it's like I want people to do something, but I don't want them to do something. I want them to, but I don't. 
And I'm just like, it's like when he was president, it's like he didn't think it was going to happen. I almost feel like Trump is like, well, I didn't think it was going to get this far. And that's kind of how he's been on a lot of yeah, things. I don't know if he's I was really surprised. I, I didn't li- success or something. Right. I didn't listen to Trump's speech. I would I don't think that he was trying to incite any kind of no, violence no, no. or wanted any anything to happen to anyone. I think people are very frustrated and there's things coming out of that. And there's always stuff mixed up into this. Right. There's people who are always willing to take any situation. This situation was telegraphed. It's not like it's a surprise that we woke up today and we're shocked that something went down. Uh, I mean, we all, we've been reading the tea leaves for the last couple of days, right? Who didn't know? Patrick's been on Reddit. I'm sure, I'm sure no, they were I, talking. I don't go there anymore. I can't. Oh, you can't handle it. <laughs> you gave Reddit's up on Reddit place. now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't go to Reddit and man, I can't believe I ha- I'm, I'm almost turning up 4chan because it's the, being bombarded so hard by, um, yeah, uh, it's being brigaded by people so bad that it's like you can't yep. even get to the real stuff oh, anymore. OK, well, that's yeah, that's an interesting thing. But listen, regardless of America's gone through hard times before. One of one of the things mm-hmm. this is not even the worst time, mm-hmm. you know, and we sometimes have to go through hard times. I think it's like if you have kids, you will understand this, um, which is at least two of us here. I think the stronger, more masculine dudes have kids. <laughs> this is a fact. Yeah, this I think so. The better looking, sexier. Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but if you have and kids, then you, you know, right? Your kids, sometimes you're trying to tell them, hey, don't do that. You know, you're trying to talk to them. They know, they look at you like, listen, old man, you stupid. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And then they go ahead and they do things and then they have to live with it. Do you want that to happen to them? No, they're your kids. You love them. You don't want to. It's the way we feel about America. We don't want America to get worse. I don't want that. I've, I've left bad places. I've lived in bad countries. I've lived in bad countries run by people who live just like me. You know, but at what point do you stop trying to put bubble gum and duct tape over everything and you just say, well, fuck it. It needs to be redone. Well, or it we're, needs to we're, be, we're really it, close to that if not sitting on top to of that right now. It brought back to the original concept of what it was, not this massive bloated behemoth that it is right now. Or people need to hurt so they understand why things are the way that they are. There's, there's, there's things that have to we change. Say this all the time. There's we things that have constantly. to change. There's things that shouldn't be the way that they are. But a lot of that is because of us. We are the ones doing that. We're the ones accepting that. We're the ones sitting back and taking that, you know, well, and and that's what we have to think what. about. They're about to um, they're about to feel what pain is right now. Anybody that hasn't lived through these kind of times before, you yeah. think that, that um, I see a lot of people celebrating. No. Okay, see a lot of people, you know, applauding. Oh yeah, the country's about to turn. Okay, yeah, just wait till you see what you get, right? And if it's any indication. And, and I'm, I'm only saying this because this is what Joe Biden did. I'm not trying to go mm-hmm. back to a race name, but he mm-hmm. did it. And I'm just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden clearly pandered to the black community. Right. Um, um, to the ones that, you know, can listen to him because they're not still in prison. Mm-hmm. And he got on a, a leaked Zoom call. I don't know if you guys seen that Zoom call with the NAACP. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. You guys see that? No. So they leaked that meeting. Our baby face, you saw it. Mm-hmm. So they leaked this meeting out. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's got the leaders of the NAACP on there. Okay. And they're going over different things they want to see happen, whatever, whatever. And one of the women was, you know, he's all about empowering women, right? Mm-hmm. One of the women says something, and then she says, hey, you know, Mr. President, 
You're breaking up. You're breaking up a little bit, Kevin. Mr. President. And then hold on a second. Hold on. Say, say, yeah, say it again. Uh huh. Okay. So this woman from the NAACP on this on this Zoom call says to him about whatever they were discussing. And Mr. President Elect, I have to say I disagree with you about that. Right? She she challenged his position, and to which he said, "What well, the hell with you then?" And then proceeded throughout the meeting to tell the other. The other NAACP members that he's been fighting for black rights longer than them, and they should just <laughs> shut up and listen to him. So I'm like, if, if you if you believe that this dude is about to lead your country into this progressive, beautiful utopia, concerned about everybody, and they're going to pay all your bills, and you're not going to have any more problems. Biden is gangster. Is now Biden is gangster. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. These people are about to show you what a railroad is. You should invest in a lot of Vaseline and Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> Biden's gangster. He's the old school. He's the old school. I'm going to tell you guys a story, and there's going to be some cursing in it. Uh, probably some racist cursing in it, so be prepared for that. Uh, <laughs> a, a long time ago when I was a younger man, I, I, I was a doorman in uh, New York City, and the hospital was getting worked on by a bunch of uh, uh, Teamsters, right? And Teamsters, you know, like they say in the movies, there's a lot of mafia in Teamsters. Mm-hmm. So there's this one dude in there, Italian guy. He's always really cool with me and everything, you know, but he never did anything. I always noticed this guy was there. He didn't do anything. Everyone else, he wasn't the boss or supervisor or whatever, but he seemed like he never worked and everyone was very nice to him. So I remember one day I was talking to him, he was just hanging out there and he was like, hey, do you, you know, do you want something? You want me to get someone to get something for you? It was like from a freaking gangster movie, right? Because he, he could send dudes to get me donuts, let's say if I wanted donuts or whatever. So I was like, no, nah, man. So, you know, what are you, you know, what's going on here? And he, he was, uh, he was talking about there's this guy, he was waiting for a guy who owed him money. And, you know, the guy, the, the, the guy hasn't got, hadn't gotten there and he was late. And I was like, oh, you know, um, you know, what exactly is going on with this guy? And he was like, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this nigga. That's what this, that's what this Italian gangster dude said to me. And I was like, what? And sure enough, there's a young black guy walks up with a paper bag with money and gives him the money. Let me tell you something. That is the kind of person that Joe Biden is, and people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. He is straight up gangster and doesn't give a shit who he's talking to. This dude nope. gave no, he gave zero shit about who he was talking to. He went away, he went away from that place where the FBI showed up and came for him. And when they showed up and came for him, he knew they were showing up and coming for him. This is what I'm trying to tell you, and people like that don't care. They don't care. And I think to go back to what Kevin was saying earlier, there is a reason. There is a reason why uh, the Democratic Party pushed Biden over anyone else that was running on the Democratic side. There's a reason why he's in that in that position. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be some shit going on, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because he's old school. He, he is old school corrupt politics. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's there. Yeah. That's and, why he was vice president for eight years, because he's old school corrupt politics. They yep. need someone who doesn't care. <laughs> they need a person who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder if this will, because it's going to happen. It's going to be a rough patch. I wonder, and I, I'm just throwing this out there. I wonder if everybody 
who supports that, who supports, you know, what happened in the Senate and enjoys what's going on in the House and, you know, the way that it looks politically. I wonder after they experience these four years, if they, they will look back at themselves and say, OK, we need some balance. That was a bit much. That was a bit rough. So as bad as this is, if there is any silver line, and I hope that people sit back and say, OK, I need to I need to maybe take my emotions out of this thing because I thought I was, uh, you know, putting a system or helping putting a system in place or supporting the system that turned around and, and beat me senseless. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got I got a, I got a good an- analogy here. Mm-hmm. Um, how many how many hundreds of millions of people has communism killed throughout history? Socialism and communism. Ooh. Oh yeah, and yeah. How yeah. many people in the country today still go? Oh, it just hasn't been done right. We're gonna do it better. Yeah. Uh, whenever I hear that, it blows my mind. I heard. Uh, I heard the Mandalorian listen. saying that the other day. The, yeah. the they're Mandalorian. Gonna go, they're gonna go. Listen, we just didn't quite get it right. Let us mm-hmm. do it better next time. Mm-hmm. And people will Too fall sure. for that shit over and over. Or when they figure it out, they'll go right up to that voting machine that's going to say Dominion on it, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, <laughs> I guess I can't vote for the other side." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll uh, say Skynet the next time. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if most of the people care. This is the thing. Can we like we were talking about this earlier. Can something actually be done about what's happening? So if if we're upset right now about the voting, can we actually do something to to make more legit voting? That's the question. I think I think some people answered what they thought their answer was today. And I think that's what a lot of people might feel like the answer is going forward. Um, uh, it may just be relying on your states. I think that's what it's going to be. It might just come down to when they pass laws, everybody disobeys everything and states need to help disobey a lot of those regulations. I mean, we saw California and a bunch of other states get away with not helping ICE with uh, border yeah. patrol and all that stuff. So we'll just say, okay, we're just not going to enforce stuff. Drugs are still federally illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Colorado doesn't seem to give a shit yeah. about that. Well, voted to make it legal, that's why so. two-way sanctuary is very important. We had the guy yeah. who has the uh, website for two-way sanctuaries. He didn't create these. There's lots of folks out there creating them, but he's coordinating with those people. And the website helps people, if you don't have that, to figure out how to do it. And, you know, I, I think we it's will important never have to get him here. back on. I have that in my county, but you don't have it in yes. your yeah in this one that we're in. Yeah. In Alachua, it will never happen because the entirety of Alachua is the balls of Alachua are held by the city of Gainesville, and they are uh, progressive in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the best well, things about Florida is that uh, places aren't allowed to make up their own laws; otherwise, yeah. uh, Gainesville and, would be like California. Yeah, and, and yeah, look, and I think honestly, it's going to start getting to the point where. You're gonna see people. Oh, use sanctuary left, counties left. is in the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Rolando. I just want to say that sanctuary counties is in the chat. So you guys should talk to him. Yeah. If you want to know what. Oh, we're is talking that about. the actual person that's running the? <laughs> yeah. And, and look, I think <laughs> yeah. people. I think we're gonna reach a point where people are just gonna start getting mean with one another. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, I know who you voted for. You can't come into my business anymore. It's not gonna be based mm-hmm. on anything mm-hmm. like that. It's gonna be like, who'd you vote for? I voted for this. No, nope, you can't come in here. And that's what people are going to do. They're going to say, you can't come into my business. You're I think already, you're going to start. You're going to start seeing it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no. We're, yeah. I think we're that's already doing see. it on the on the light side of, oh, I won't patronize that business because they support so. Yeah. And I think you're going to start seeing it with I hate to say this, but uh, the back to blue movement is dead. I think back to blue on the right is done. It's completely done for. And I think you're really going to see it because of the lockdowns. And I think you're going to start seeing people on I, the right. 
You're not going to come into my business I, ever again. You're enforcing the lockdown. Why would I ever allow law enforcement into my establishment when you're the ones who are enforcing that my business has to stay closed? Now, mm-hmm. everybody's going to say, well, it's ironic how it goes the other way. That's what it takes. Sometimes it's like when when you get screwed over, then you start caring about the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. that's the way that it's going to be. So people didn't care about cops for a long time when they were libertarians or people on the left that had legitimate grievances. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, well, now their boot is on me. So now I'm pissed. Well, hey, that's the way that it is. Yeah. But there's uh, there is one way to stop it. Like I know I saw. Do you guys remember during the lockdown, which I guess in some places we're going back into that. Florida never really had a lockdown, to be honest with you. And we're doing no, it was no. no. In South Florida was the closest, <laughs> and they didn't even really. That's why Florida is actually doing so well. And and big kudos to uh, Governor DeSantis. I hope the he other doesn't. People. I hope he doesn't try to run for president. I hope he just becomes president, uh, governor. I, that was a Freudian slip. You, <laughs> you know there are people again. out there that still believe. That the uh, the half gay drug addict from Miami would still be better. I guess Tallahassee. There are people out there that still believe he has a chance, and supposedly they're thinking of running him again. Yeah, well, they can go ahead. That's what, what, how did you describe him? What did you say about him? What is he? <laughs> half gay drug addict. I, I, no. I, I think I just caught that. <laughs> that just hit okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just hit. It just hit. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. dude was basically on meth. So, so it's a brother. Yeah. He I'll was do, on meth, but he's also oh, bisexual. Oh, this dude that got caught, got caught in a hotel room. Got caught up in a hotel with a uh, male prostitute smoking meth. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's as a man, bad. as a man, it's bad if you get caught with a hooker. Like a, yep. in the first place, let me just tell you, that's horrible and disgusting. Okay. Um, but if you're a dude caught with a dude hooker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're on meth, <laughs> you know, and there's actually body cam footage of you squirming yep. around on the floor. And then and then people are trying to actually vote for you to be governor. No, I don't want you to run my state. I don't care what your orientation is. It makes no difference to me. OK, if you, but I don't, I don't want, want you to run, run my, my state. Local McDonald's. Like, <laughs> I don't want you anywhere near power. I mean, <laughs> Rodney in the chat is getting angry. Dude, I live in South Florida. We can hate out of South Florida all the time. <laughs> South, South Florida ruins the rest of the state in a it lot does. of ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, I even yeah. – yeah, we, we went off track somehow. I forgot it, where I was going with that story. The but, politics okay. in South Florida have been mm-hmm. corrupt for so many decades that that is the reason <laughs> – it's not even worth talking about. Well, he was from – he, but he, he, was, uh, he was the mayor of Tallahassee. No, I know, but they found yeah. him down here in a hotel yes. in, Miami, in, Miami. in Miami. Lots Beach, of crazy so stuff like that it's... happens in uh, on South Beach, okay? Yep, that's just yeah. the way where, where are you guys at? We're in, uh, we're in like, Broward. So yeah. Oh, North. so you guys are in the thick of it. You guys are oh, in the yeah, thick we're, we're deep in the thick of it. Yeah, oh. so we've dealt – yeah, Joe was, like, uh, was a couple of blocks away from Parkland the day that uh, yeah. that, that happened, so – yeah. Uh, Dante Hill says the difference between a hooker and a girlfriend is you pay both to leave, but one comes back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <dude>. oh, God. <laughs> Why did I even I just I just mindlessly fumbled into just reading that. Oh, God. <laughs> and Rodney says he loves it down there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, I, I like uh, Kaya Ocho, you know, Um just because there's a lot of cool, uh, there's a lot of good food and stuff like that. But I'm not a fan of the southern part of Florida. Good thing is that we don't have to, you know, uh, we don't have to 
all these different places in Florida don't get to make up their own rules. Pretty, there's some rules that they get to make up, but not all of them. So they would. If we didn't have preemption, Miami would be California. Uh, yeah. I like California. See, I yeah. think, and, and I know Rodney was was having going having a back and forth, calling some people saying whining. You lost. Mm-hmm. I was like, normally I would agree with that. The difference is now, obviously, the Republican Party, we've we've just savaged them today and, mm-hmm. and thrown them under the bus and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's say if you want to get really broad, one side tends to want to seem to take away your rights and the other side does not. So I would be a lot more upset when the site, the, the side that wants to take away your rights wins. Mm-hmm. It's not really whining if they want to take away my rights. Taking away my guns is not whining. What do the Republicans? What? the worst thing that you could say the Republicans wanted to do. Maybe they're corporatists. Obviously, we know the left is. Oh, they want to close the borders and do stuff like that. Okay. Now, obviously, they're corrupt. There's a lot of other things. But if you go in the broad picture, I'm going to go with the side that doesn't take away my rights. I'm going to be pretty pissed off if the site that says they want to take my rights won. It's not I, don't, but I don't know if I would. So I would say that Republicans want to take away guns also. Not all no, of no, them. they do. Not all of but them. I would say in general, you right. know, one side or the other, one side has already said, yeah, we want to curtail freedom of speech and rights. We want to mm-hmm. change all that. At least the other side, they're not saying that. They might stab me in the back. But at least I know these guys are definitely going to try to screw me because mm-hmm. they've been saying it. Yeah. So Here's- I don't trust either side at this point, but – yeah, here's what I want to stick to, and I'm going to invite the folks out there to tell to one give me the answer to this question. Do you think we can make a better system for voting in America? Do you think we can make it more trustworthy? You all tell me, and if you say yes, tell me how we could do that. Um, and if you think no, tell me why. And then I'm going to ask you guys and see who wants to jump in here. Kevin is teasing everyone with his stogie. You yes, know, is the answer. So um, I don't know if Kevin is ready or not. Uh, Patrick I'm is. Ready. I'm just chilling. Pat, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what you eating, man? Pat, what, what are you eating, baby face? I got uh, Panera for dinner. Nice. Panera bread. Oh, that broccoli, that broccoli cheddar soup is fine. Oh, that broccoli cheddar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't get Kevin started on food. <laughs> Kevin, did, we when I was in Georgia, you and I, uh, you know, I, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this, but uh, Eric took us to a very nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, you? and treated I us. Gluten. He treated us to some uh, wagyu beef, oh, and they goodness. brought out you know that hot oh. you know that hot salt slab. Oh. Ask Lola. Oh. I told Lola her mission oh. in life is to get me a salt slab, and I want it hot every night so I can how many, sear how my many meat. Subscribers, wow. do I need to get to that level <laughs> where I can get a hot salt slab stand? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you just need to come and just just show up eating and leave before yeah. the bill comes, dude. It's real easy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. That was um. It, it that was awesome, right? That was, that was good food. That, oh my! Oh oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh, so come back to, to your me. question. Oh <laughs> there's two paths here. Uh-huh. There's there's two bifurcating paths. We go backwards a little bit and bring it back to punches. Punches worked. Paper trails work. They do. They worked for a long time, and they work well. It's a pain in the ass to have to count shit by hand, but they work. Or we move to blockchain, where everything can be tracked by the individual. Someone's microphone just went crazy. I don't know what that was. But yeah. those are my only two. That was my. That was oh, okay. What we have right now isn't yeah. working. So I, 42 Chilled agrees with you. He says paper yeah. ballots and paper trail. Um, 
But I, I, I like your latter idea. I think that um, what we're using for Bitcoin, what we're using for like Tusk, for example, which I'm trying to talk to everyone about. Uh, they do sponsor the podcast now. But Tusk is actually a cryptocurrency for the firearms industry. And if you haven't heard about it, you need to go look it up. It's T-U-S-C, Tusk. Okay, and it's a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, and it works on the blockchain, right? And it's something that you can put, if you're selling stuff, you can put it into your website, etc., and people can buy things through there, and then folks out there could go and they could create a crypto wallet for Tusk and buy stuff and all that kind of stuff. We need to uh, get involved with that. But those kinds of systems are better. Why can we not fix that? Why can't we fix these we things? I think going back we to can. paper and stuff is not, you know. Well, we, we don't want to. They don't want it fixed. Nobody wants that shit fixed. Well, Otherwise, part, it would have been. Part of the problem is, too, that, that each state is allowed to have their own election system, and that's, that's the awesome. way that it works. Yes. So, And that's just part of having a federal government. You'd have to literally pass an amendment to the Constitution to say that every yep. state has to choose the same voting system, that's which good luck is, with getting that. Yeah, that's that the biggest a, barrier. And that's a large thing. Well, that well then, then these people don't want – then they don't want uh, transparency well, in this and they don't want to fix the problem. We we are a – the large thing that people don't understand that that you know people say, well, we're a democracy. We're not. We're a republic. We're a constitutional republic. And part of that means that each state chooses its own shit when it comes yeah, to – Semi-autonomous. Yeah. Semi-autonomous, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and actually, we, we used to be closer to what the EU is now. And a lot of people hate on the EU. And I'm like, yes, because the, those countries are giving up their sovereignty, which they kind of didn't want. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of what the U.S. was. But they had agreed to giving up that sovereignty to a federal power. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So the, and, and because we tried the Articles of Confederation, I'm sure and that's what some people are like. Let's go back to something like that where the states have even more power. And it's like, no, the Articles of Confederation were a disaster. You have to have a minimum standard where the feds have some power over stuff. The problem is the work. feds have gotten too much power over Well, because they blackmail people in the states have given up some of their things. Once the yep. feds started making money, they're like, hey, states, will you pass these you laws? We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll give you some roads. We'll build roads for yep. you if you make the drinking age the same everywhere. I was we'll just about this. to say the drinking yeah. age is the prime example. Yeah, and people don't understand. Like we went through these debates before. Look, we used to not vote for senators directly. They changed that in 1900. But Why? don't because we also federal... want rep reciprocity in the uh, in the CCW? Or of course, weapons? yeah, okay. of course we do. But at the same uh -huh. time, let's be honest. Right. Well, look, the way that it should work and the way that it's supposed to work is, you had the Bill of Rights. Then the Tenth Amendment says anything not covered under the Constitution, the states do it. So you shouldn't have national reciprocity because it should be Second Amendment absolutism everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, if California wants to regulate what it takes to get a driver's license and make you take to pay $2,000. They can do that because you don't have a right to drive. So that's where you would have a difference. It'd be like you can get any gun you want in any state and carry it anywhere. But certain things like driving, Internet, those the states can regulate all that those stuff. California, California wants rights. to have socialized health care. California can have socialized health care. They're going to pay the consequences for it. But that's how it is. And sometimes people don't get it. It's that they, they, they realize the convenience sometimes of having one central government. And I've gotten into fights with my dad, too. He's a hardcore uh, old school Republican. And he's like, well, uh, California with the border control and all that stuff. I was like, well, technically, the federal government handles borders. So if the states say that they don't want to help ICE, that's not wrong. They can say that's your responsibility, federal government. And he gets pissed. And I was like, but that's the truth. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Mm -hmm. You can't have it both ways. Either you are 
a constitutional federal republic or you're not. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is too many people have gotten a, there are even a lot of Republicans there for small government. When you tell them certain things like that, they're like, I don't like that. And it's like, that's the way that it works. Do you trust the people in the system or you don't? I think the I mean, beauty of, of states uh, being able to be states is why there are states like Florida right now that's thriving yeah. while other states are suffering like New York, California. But but we, you know. this, we always come back to this and we, I mm-hmm. always complain about it. Mm-hmm. The reason California is allowed to get away with the bullshit that they pull – they're it's massive. because they know the federal government is going to bail <laughs> their asses right. out. But they're also massive. This is one of the reasons why they get away with a lot of shit. Oh, who fucking cares if they're massive? Yeah. If they can't get bailed out, they would. if they didn't have an unlimited pool of tax revenue from every other state, they wouldn't pull the crazy shit that they do. Well, maybe states need to stop uh, paying that tax revenue to the federal government then. Since they're, <laughs> if the states are individual, they should stop doing that. Well, you, you I, would, I don't want to fund. Too. I don't want to save California or New but York you, or New you Jersey. Too. Part of how they have their power too is when they started doing un- involuntary withdrawals from your from your taxes. So mm-hmm. if you're a W two employee, your taxes are gone before you even get your paycheck. So it's like you can't even do a tax rebellion if you wanted to. They were yep. smart. They figured that out. They're like, wait a second. If we withdraw before they even get it, they can never not pay their taxes to us unless they stop working. That was a brilliant move. I think the feds kind of realized that eventually people would try to do something like that. So the IRS was like, no, nah, we're taking that away. So states can try to do that, but states don't really send that much, that many taxes, I guess. Well, I'm thinking of Florida because we don't have an income tax. Mm-hmm. So obviously I don't know what Florida really sends to the feds. I think it's mostly just our income. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's where the states in being individuals to their benefit. And if the states make, you know, this is where it comes back to local. If you make yeah. your local place better, if you do what it takes to make that place better, I think probably, Kevin, your microphone's doing something weird if that's you on the mic. I'm not sure. Yeah, some. Yeah, it's probably you from how, how that just sounded. Um, you know, so um, I think it, that – go ahead. Yeah, and the states, well, like I mentioned earlier, they gave up. It used to be originally that states chose their senators, so the state legislatures did, and mm-hmm. then the people voted for, obviously, their reps in the House. Mm-hmm. So that gave the states more incentive and more skin in the game. And then you would have a state that more likely represented you. So you wouldn't get this weird situation where you have a state that may have a full supermajority of Republicans – there's a lot of noise coming across on the microphone, Kev. By the way, I'm gonna read. I'm, I'm gonna read this from B Temp, who says, "What's the silent one smoking?" That Stogie think he's a listener. I like that. Um, so <laughs> then he said he's farting. Yeah, B Temp is <laughs> so, here. B Temp I mean, is kind of new around here. <laughs> B Temp, first of all, if he Kevin is yeah. Quiet. You heard that from Lola, right? Lola says, if he thinks Kevin is quiet, then he's new around, he's new around these parts. <laughs> I'm being very respectful of the conversation. I mean, it's a, it's a bunch of guys on here, and I mm. do, believe it or not, I do like to listen to people. Mm-hmm. I like to, to get their perspectives. I'm, 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 I'm learning. Yeah, it's important too. We, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know us as we as a civilization do not listen enough. Uh, and you can always tell when somebody immediately interjects with something, clearly they didn't, weren't listening to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we need more of this. This is the reason or why. Or when I'm... Hank goes, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. when he's I'm next. listening to you. <laughs> I say uh-huh a lot. I say that a lot. I know it's a thing. When I was uh, when I did uh, some videos with Eric, everyone was like, oh, the guy's saying uh-huh all the time. But I was listening. That's me listening. I'm, I'm, you I'm, know the problem? I'm from the Caribbean. 
The problem is if you say uh-huh all the time, then then they get annoyed. But if you talk too much, people go, oh, he's over-talking the host. And they get annoyed again. Yeah. What they don't realize, win. me saying uh-huh, is because I am I grew up amongst people where we all shout over each other. That's a regular – that is what is classified as a regular conversation. Have you ever – So um, me not interrupting you, you is going uh-huh. What? Have you ever sat down in a group of shouters – with like one or two non-shouters, <laughs> it felt how awkward that is where they can't get like a single word in. And you're like, listen, you just need to say what you want to say. Don't don't wait for an opportunity because it's never coming. Just say right. what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Lola, when she first met me and she went to uh, someplace where all my family members were hanging out and we're on and off. So if we were all talking, she was like, why are you guys arguing? I'm like, what? It's not an argument. This is how yeah. we this is how we talk to each other. And yeah. then all and then when we're not talking to each other, everyone's quiet. Nobody's talking. She's like, Why are you guys mad at each other? Like, no, we don't have anything to say. This is on or off. <laughs> you know? Um, that's how it is when I'm with my dad. I will say this about, yelling. about the voting thing though. Um, like I said when we started the show, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm smart enough to to know how to fix that. That's why I was listening to uh uh, mm-hmm. Rolando and uh, Babyface there give their opinions about it because I'm not going to say that I have the answer for that. Mm-hmm. I would just say that if anybody could present to me uh, a solid bill that will get rid of fraud in voting, I would support it. Mm-hmm. Because we absolutely um, do need to have to get away from uh, fraud in voting. A, it is counterproductive when you're telling people to go vote and they're like, why? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. It's not, not going to be counted. It's going to be, it could be even be used against me. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, we definitely do need to fix it. I'm going to be honest and say I'm not smart enough to understand how to fix that. But if somebody could lay out something in front of me, then it can prove to me the facts that this would work. Um, I would 100 percent support it because yeah. it, it doesn't. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Big Drace 357 says I nod my head a lot while he says. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> listen, I think that Bitcoin is. Is something, and I don't know. It probably, you know, Rolando and and Patrick know more than I do about it. I am getting. I'm learning about this through Tusk. Someone asked how much Tusk do I have. I don't even know. I do have. That's a, not a good. Investment. I do have a Tusk wallet, and I will. I will. I, I'll talk to all you guys about that because my whole plan with Tusk. For example, I'm gonna pay Babyface when he signs up for it. I'm gonna pay Babyface a couple of uh, Tusk coins as well as Walter. You know, and we're going to talk about this, and I'm going to actually have uh, the Tusk guys on, and we're going to explain it to everyone and walk people through things and talk about this a lot more. But the way that the Bitcoin is successful through this, right? And and so that means we should at least investigate that and look into it, because for a lot of things that we do, this could become very valuable. And anything that the government is afraid of, as the way they are of cryptocurrencies, is something that I like. Right. And, and it's something governed by itself. So even Tusk works like that. There's no real ownership of it. You own it when you buy into it. You know, and that's the thing with uh, cryptocurrency. So even when I bring on the guy who's founded it and all that, he doesn't own it. You create it and then it lives on its own. And this is what I like about the blockchain and how it works. And I think we need to explain that to people. It was like if we go back 10 years ago and you said that every like your phone's going to be everything, no one would really believe it, right? Or I don't know, maybe 15 years ago now. So go, uh, am go I, uh, uh, No, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in crypto, but I mm. also think that in the end, the crypto is going to be so compromised that it's going to destroy everybody. 
mm-hmm. because I think how crypto will end up in this, this well, this isn't even really science fiction anymore. Mm-hmm. I think AI is gonna is gonna cause crypto to be compromised. Mm-hmm. I think that once you have powerful enough AI that can scour the internet at all moments, it's gonna make crypto absolutely useless. Once really once you have a once you have I, quantum computing, it's over. Yeah, well that's what you'll need. <laughs> you'll need that, but then you might have quantum AI. Why is it gonna be over? If over. you guys are saying that, tell us why. Well, because you have to understand what AI is going to be capable of doing and and the fact that, okay, so you have encryption that supposedly can't be broken. If you develop an AI or let's say that a government has a supercomputer that they can dedicate to cracking that, they will eventually do that. And once they crack the, crack the encryption, it's over. They own all of it. And there are countries, especially China, that are trying to develop super AI that can control everything. China's actually taken a huge, huge interest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And I think part of the reason is that they wanted to find out how to manipulate it mm. themselves. And they bought a, a lot of, now that might be far-fetched, maybe no. Your audio went out. Oh, you, you, hit, your, you hit your mic or something. Nope. Yep. Yeah, you're good. Myself. You're good. Now you're back. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's my only concern. That's a little bit far fetched, but it's something that I haven't heard anyone talk about, and I'm actually kind of surprised about mm-hmm. it because we talk about deep fakes and using AI to manipulate a bunch of other stuff, and I'm like, why is nobody talking about crypto? Yeah, because it's uh, too much money. And well, right so now. let me ask yeah. you this though. Um, I think ev- control would be the thing, not to wipe it out. Well, so let me ask you this: everything that we create gets hacked though, and it gets hacked by the government. So no, of course, if you, no, if you I think, think, well, if you think about I, it, we had bartering and the government figured out how to hack it and they created something well, called money and then they yeah, figured out how to hack a, that and they then we created banking a, and they hacked that. Well, I think the reason why I'm okay with crypto though is because I think real money is fake anyway. Real money yes. is basically it cryptocurrency is. this day. It's all digital. <clears throat> there aren't that many dollars. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you're paying attention to the financial markets, if you look over the past few months, 66% of all the dollars in existence were only created in the last few months. Mm-hmm. That is such it's a bullshit. huge amount of money. First of all, that tells you it's all BS because they yeah. could just, oh, let's add some zeros here mm-hmm. and then there it is. It exists. That's just like cryptocurrency. So that's why some people that said, well, crypto is BS. I was like, there's no such thing as fiat currency. It's not really real, man. It's, it's thing, how yeah. much the Fed says. It's the same thing. At least crypto is secure over real dollars. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I agree they can both get hacked. But I think that you still I'm old school, man. I think getting off the gold standard was a mistake. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know what the future is. I, I, I'm smart enough to know I'm going to embrace crypto and I'm going to accept it. But I'm also smart enough to know these are where I think in the future it could be an issue mm-hmm. um, and how they'll use it. So I'm still for physical transactions, having cash. I'm, all, I'm for everything. I want it all. I, mm-hmm. want, I want hard assets. I want gold. I want silver. I want yeah. crypto and I want cash. And I think that's what most people want. And I want bullets, too. Yeah, I was going to say honest. bullets. Well, I mean, yeah, and, bullet, and bullets to protect all of it, which yeah. is actually more important. And I'm going to say this to you gold. about, like, let me tell you something. All arguments, just like all science, just like h- how all science is going to lead to God. And that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. arguments lead to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just think about that, right? You know, if you let that argument that, hey, at some point it's going to get to this and then the government's going to hack it or whatever. And then so we shouldn't do it. Then we're already at the end, which I think is kind of like the theme of of this conversation tonight. Right. With Mm -hmm. the theme of why people are frustrated, because, you know, are we going to have all these awesome things? A lot of us have awesome things. There's no one on this on this chat right now that doesn't have awesome things. But because we have this, we're not going to we're not going to get mad and we're going to let these people do whatever they want to do to us. 
this is going to cause a problem real soon right here. I hope you guys are ready. Everybody out there watching, yep. 30 yep. rounders, it's going to be a problem oh, oh. real soon. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, you want one? <laughs> it, I don't know. The thing froze. No, you're am I, here. Am I here? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're back. You're, here. No, you're there. You're good. Yeah. We can see you. We can oh, hear you. Okay. Is it me? Am I back? Yeah. yeah. You've been back. I don't yeah, think, I think you, you can't cool. hear us. <laughs> okay. I can hear you now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I here? Am yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yes. Okay, yes. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> it was freezing. So, uh, baby face just, um, he, he just tickled my fancy. Now, look, man. So I was gonna. I was gonna. I know you guys got on your crypto smart IT nerdy stuff. So I got quiet <laughs> now. When it, um, the thirty rounders though, mm-hmm. is something that. Oh man, this thing is saying poor connection again. No, you're good. We can hear you. He can hear you. We'll let you know. I don't think he can hear okay. us well. Okay, I can hear you, but it was just saying poor connection. Okay, let's That's come back good. now. So thirty rounders. I would highly advise everybody. I'm not a fear monger. Blah blah blah. I'm just a realist. Hey, guess what? Joe Biden has let. Even though he doesn't know what to call them, we understand he's trying to say 30-round magazines. Um, <laughs> you're going to start going after your guns. And I know a lot of people are like, I'm not going to comply. Cool. All right. Um, I don't think that you need to leave digital breadcrumbs on that. Um, I just think, just like the people that own bump stocks, they uh, ain't turn them in. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool, right? They don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, if there are things that you need, all right, I am a, you know, a trainer, coach, if you will, uh, you, need to, you should have been got them. But for those that are waiting until after Inauguration Day to start going after things like a standard capacity magazine, you're making a mistake. Mm-hmm. Go get those things yesterday. You need to have them. I put up on, on my website, over at noitherchoice.com, I did it over November and December. I was selling people 30-round magazines for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks for your AR platform. And you know what? I had a lot of people get mad at me for that. And they're like, oh, you're, you're ridiculous. You're just uh, trying to, you know, get volumes and sales. I'm like, no, I actually believe in freedom and I'm trying to get it to you for a discounted price before. Because I don't know if you guys remember. You remember when like like Wendell P. Max were going for like 50, 60 bucks? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. think about those times. Yeah, those were the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those were dark, right. dark times. Am I here? No, you're yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, we remember that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's like. Go get the things you need now so you aren't put into a financial situation where you got to spend your whole damn stimulus checks on 10 magazines. Mm-hmm. Like, go out, secure the things you need. You should have been did it. Um, you can look now. AR parts are, like, almost impossible to find, mm-hmm. right? Um, go go, go find a 12-and-a-half-inch 308 barrel. Like, go start to find some of these things, right? Optics are hard to find now. You need to start going to get the things. Everybody's somewhere like Civil War. I was having a conversation with a dude that was like, Real big on Civil War. And this is face-to-face. I got it. I know. Mm-hmm. I met him down here in Georgia. He's like, yeah, dude, I think we're going to go to a Civil War. So we had that conversation. And then he shows me his rifle that it's a flat top with no sights. Mm-hmm. I'm like, could you please not shoot in my direction during a Civil War? Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm equipped to, you know, your AR is not even equipped, right? Uh, he's like, well, I'll, I'll wait to go get it later. I'm like, guys, your self-defense and your preservation, especially if you're talking fighting for a country, um, you probably need to have a magazine and an optic, maybe possibly, if you have a gun. So, go out, secure your freedom. I am curious about how many people are going to, I don't need anybody necessarily answer it, but how many people, when Joe Biden passes gun control, because he has the House and the Senate, essentially, when he passes forms of gun control, 
how many people are going to comply with it, and then how many people are going to wait to the last minute to start trying to buy this stuff on the black market instead Most. of just getting it now while they'll do it. Most will. Most will do it last minute. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, the problem I was thinking about earlier is it's not us. It's not the people that are going to have issues. The people that are supplied and in, in stocked now are not the ones that are going to have issues. Manufacturing is what's going to get hard, yeah. hit hard first, mm-hmm. which will then destroy supply, yeah. which will then – Because they can't play the not comply game. <clears throat> no. Yeah, they can't not comply like we do. Yeah. So the, the, your, your, your thing that you want to do right now, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things to do. One of the things I would say, and my mission in this year on this podcast is to have like control Pew. We had him on. We're going to have him on again. I'm making snippets right now and putting that up. Yeah. He, he says he's willing to come on. So we'll have him come on here. Anyone who wants to learn about that old school dudes like Kevin that don't know uh, what 3d printing is. That um. genie is so out of the bottle that it is it is miles away. Well, and, and yeah, I'm just I teasing Kevin. Them, mm-hmm. I can't even see them regulating it because it's going to be like so you're going to regulate you're going to try to regulate an industry for like what two percent of people are doing when it can be used for so many other amazing things. What happened? Yeah, the lob the lobbyists for other companies will be like you're going to regulate 3D printing. We're going to have. Companies that have nothing to do with guns fighting to help us make sure that that's not regulated. Maybe, maybe. I think. The, that's that's what they said about drones, which we had this conversation. I just made the snippet of it today. When control- people actually register those things? Because I would tell well, them just to fuck right off. I, I well, think a people, lot of people People didn't. thought the industry would stand up. They didn't. Then they regulated it, and the industry for the consumer went away. But guess who's in it now? So, like, Amazon now has rights to fly drones over your house, but yeah. you don't. But that, but right? that's also so, different because that's almost like niche. It's like photography or delivery. What are you going to use a drone for or fun? Whereas 3D printer, it can build anything. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Every industry benefits from 3D printing almost. If you make manufacture something, you can have a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. So it's literally that's yeah. what makes I'm it I'm just so saying that, that that what makes you think it's, if we have people in the government who say amen and a woman – Yes. Well, now they will do anything stupid. Yeah, that's a thing. It's a thing. (laughs) You got to watch the clip. Look it up. It's ridiculous. Look it up, and you will see what I'm talking about. It's the reason why I I put out my thing today. I'm going to pop this up just for the sake of me, uh, you know, uh, sharing my own stuff. Uh, I'm afraid idiocracy is is currently the currency of the realm. Do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm afraid currency is the currency of the realm. Idiocracy is the currency of the realm right now. There's people literally in Congress that that got pushed in on today. There were people there. They've they voted to remove masculine, feminine, father, mother, brother, sister, that kind of stuff from their language. Okay, and when this guy was praying about it, he was saying at the end, he said, amen and a woman. Those are the people out there making laws they will do lots of stupid shit. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to try to get rid of the second a woman men at this point. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been seeing that meme go around. I have no idea where it came I didn't, from. Yeah. I didn't do that. The pr- a pastor, it looks like. Ra- uh, a congressman. Yeah, Emmanuel Clever, Cleaver, D. Um, Montana, Missouri. I don't know what MO is. God, that's uh, that's Missouri, one. isn't it, Kev? Missouri said yeah. Monday that he did not expect to be mocked for including a prayer to open a new session. Of <laughs> yes, Kevin, your state. <laughs> Amen and a woman. Now, is this the same guy that asked a few years ago at a military briefing 
that said, if we put too many military personnel on Guam, won't it tip over and capsize? Is he the one? I, I, no. I, I just want to say, is this the same guy? Because I remember <laughs> Cleaver sounds very familiar to me. And, and yeah. I just couldn't believe when they said that. And the general, I give him credit. The head of the Joint Chiefs just face. looked at him and he was like, uh, no, no, sir. It's it's an island that that won't happen. We're not no, no. Hank yeah. Johnson was the guy. Guam can capsize. Okay. Yeah, Guam can capsize. Oh my fucking god! Fucking hilarious. Was... Do you either you know about that one, Kevin or I Hank? do remember. Yeah, yeah I remember that. God, that is hilarious. they do a I lot popped, of stupidness. Uh, th- I so popped th- into our chat about three D printing. How Singapore basically is yeah. going to make it illegal that if you don't have a license to have plans for three D printed guns, that they'll yeah. arrest you or something. So like, ones and zeros, that, ones and zeros again, are going to be again, illegal. It comes down to I, with what I have, a drill, a, a simple yeah. tools. I can make that, which you probably can't even see behind me. Mm-hmm. I could put a third pin in that, and make it work. Problem. Of course, you mm-hmm. have knowledge. It's mm-hmm. Shit, knowledge it's the tools. same thing. Yeah. A 3D printer is just a tool. It doesn't matter what you tell me. I can and can't deal with it. If I mm-hmm. want to do something bad, fuck you. I'm not going to stop. What mm-hmm. are you telling me? Uh, you know, 10 years. If I really want to do something bad, 10 years in prison, ain't going to stop somebody crazy enough. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sanctuary County says uh, there are four Second Amendment sanctuary states now. Uh, we need to start working on that for Florida. Uh, more in the process. I'll reporting. I'll be reporting on them on my website. That's what he says. You guys can just follow his link. Start that. when the it, it won't become a big deal until politics pushes it into the front, the main light. When when uh, assault weapons bans be start becoming a thing, or talks about banning things will start becoming. That's when you'll see states and counties popping up and saying, "Nah, fuck off. We're not doing anything." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully so. Uh, Boss Hog wants to know what KD's smoking. What brand? Uh, Carrillo. It's a one-inch Carrillo. Pause. Nice. Pause. I know. I caught the pause. But people don't understand what pause means. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do the same thing to you, Kevin Dixie, that I did to Maj. By the way, big, massive kudos to Maj. I think yep. I, um, I, uh, you know, Marsh was on uh, Recall Magazine cover. Shout yep. out to Marsh yep. for that. Um, awesome. I don't have it right here on my phone. I think I know KD posted it, right? Yeah, I'll be. Uh, you know, he he actually um, showed me that a little while before it came out. You know, and obviously, mom was the word. That was a really really good look, though. Really mm-hmm. good look. Uh, shouts to Marsh and Recall Magazine for taking that leap. Um, you know, Maj, uh, his shirt, all gun control is racist, is what he wore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a good look, man. It's a good look. And I think it speaks volumes. And, and that kind of imagery is what I'm trying to get America to realize. Like, at the end of the day, we're all in this fight together. I think mm-hmm. having having that brother on the cover of that, uh, that magazine with that shirt, that image, and that look is a, is a good thing. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're all trying to get, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shouts out to Recall. Shouts out to Maj. That was a good look. Yeah. Now, what were you trying to say before I interrupted you rudely? You don't know. Oh, you were talking. Well, you were talking about your cigar. You said pause. Do you want to explain the pause? You know, it's it's a good medium mile smoke. Um, this one's a, it's a he, pretty. He large doesn't one. want to explain uh, the pause. So you don't find the large things in your hand. You're fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pause. Fifteen bucks. It's pretty good. Lola sent me a message when we were talking about meat. She said, "Did you just say you want to sear your meat every night?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like don't say stuff like that huh 
you know, salt it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I want my meat salted. Oh. <laughs> I, I would, I would, just, I would still say to everybody, I think uh, the conversation about three D printers is good. I think the conversations about getting mags and stuff is good. Look, people, mm-hmm. everybody's like, it, it's amazing. It amazes me how many, I would guess, for lack of better, voices, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. that have been out here talking about getting stuff have been you know, yelled at by the 2A community or by people that support it saying, stop fear-mongering me. It's like, dude, nobody's fear-mongering you. Trying to help when you. When I was selling, I literally got, I'm not going to say attack. I think people use that word too much. But I got pushback from when I took, I think it was six or seven braces. And I said, for everybody that buys an SBA3 brace, I'm going to take 100% of the proceeds and give them over to the Firearms Policy Coalition. Mm-hmm. And people start, well, why would you uh, uh, get me something or have me buy something that's going to be illegal? I'm like, dude, you missed the whole point of this whole two-way thing. Like, mm-hmm. what? If they're trying to make something illegal, I want you to have it. Yes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I want you to have it? Like, if mm-hmm. I can help get it to you and we can donate to people that are fighting for our rights, why wouldn't I do that, right? But yeah. I think that a lot of people are... But it, it also want to show me that a lot of people that truly believe in their freedom are scared to preserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... and Listen, I get why, but you have to get over the fear. You know, you think, have to get uh, we all have fear. The, the thing that makes us men is we face our fear and we get over it. I think I think one of the things that I've noticed and before we Joe and I came into this community, I think we kind of felt the same way. I think a lot of the dudes that we see online that follow us and things like that, they feel like they're on their own islands. Maybe a lot of them don't know other two A friends in real life. So sometimes they're like, I don't know what to do because I'm like, I'm alone. Whereas sometimes with us and like I've told Joe, I was like, I have more, despite how the country has moved in the last year, I feel more confident that we can get through because of the people that we know. But I was like, I don't know if a year ago I would have felt the same way if the same things were happening. I'd probably feel a lot worse, even though I'm here talking Mm -hmm. crazy stuff. The world's going to end. But me personally, I feel like we can get through because we know people like you guys now we've got friends that we can call. It's like, well, if something bad happens, we got people that are like-minded that we can call, and we know that they'll be there, and we can get together. Uh, I think a lot of people don't feel like they have that, especially if they live in blue states. You know, I see in our chat, like, man, I just feel so alone. Like people that live in uh, Illinois or California, I don't know anybody else that likes the way that I do. And when I try to show people, they think I'm crazy, like some gun nut. So I can I understand and I sympathize, and I think that's how a lot of people feel sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and that's I, why and I we think do this. We got to have sympathy for that, I guess, you know, or let it know like, hey, you're not alone. We're here, too. You know, it's tough if you don't have friends. But, hey, you're, you're not alone out there. At least give people that yeah. nice little, I guess it's a pep talk. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's why we do this. Right. Yep. Uh, we we all need this as human beings. We'll never get rid of that. They can't mm-hmm. design a way around that. They can't make uh, sex robots or anything that's going to. That's going to fix that. We we mm-hmm. need to be friends with each other and talk to each other around the fire and realize that every night there's stuff out there hunting us in the darkness. That's just the reality of it. Uh, Armin and Axis gave us five bucks here, so I'm going to put up his question. This will be the last question, and then we're going to wrap up. He says, can we all agree civil unrest is coming? Uh, and then he says, hashtag uh, shall not comply, hashtag 2A strong. That's from Armin and Axis. Thanks for that. Uh, what say you all? I'll start with Babyface. What say you all to that? Um, I I have a major concern that well the the this might be a little long winded so bear with me. Um, media will not show the girl that was shot today and killed. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm pretty sure they know if they did, there would be a lot of people riled up about it. So I heard there was someone saying that. someone was saying not to cut you off. Someone was saying that she was a silver star winner or something like that. Served in desert. So I, I don't found know the her details, name online, so. but I, there's no hard evidence of who she is yet. So right. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Um, but if that image of that girl getting killed, I, I assume I think she was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, resonates out there, then yes, I do think that civil unrest. Yeah, there should be a lot of video cameras in that in that space where that happened, and hopefully What's, we'll um, see it and well, it won't no, go videos, down like Vegas. It's all over Twitter. It's all over. But everywhere. limited video, limited video. We need to yeah, see closer mainstream. view of what actually happened. Well, yeah, I, I saw uh, some a hole basically put a camera in her face as she was dying. So I saw I say it was more graphic, but I never saw who took the shot or where it came from. That's the problem. You can't see there. I can't confirm this because it's one. It's a still photo. And then you have. I, I don't know. I get I am a selfie. I don't like seeing people die. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Right. No one I does. Just, I just don't. That's someone's but, sister, brother. I mean, sister, mother, daughter, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's sad. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, well, she should have been there. Like. Hush that noise, man. That's unfortunate. However, there's a still photo, and you guys have probably seen it, where they were in the hall. Um, and when I say hall, I mean the room, uh, where they had um, a couple of Secret Service guys had pushed like a table in front of a door, and they had their guns trained on a, mm-hmm. the door. And was, what's reported is that is where the shot came through the door from and hit that, that mm. young lady in the hall. So I it was basically that. an The way it's been reported now is it was a negligent discharge. Mm. Right. Um, and she was the victim of that ND. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Armed vegan says girl or woman. I'm going to go with woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, said she was 17, but I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't believe that she, she was. Look yeah. That young. I, I'm going to give her the respect of saying woman. I mean, I, if we're saying girl and that's like offending someone or whatever, I don't uh, think it's intended a, on any of our parts. Not a man, a woman. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see that. Who, man, I don't know how true it is that she was a. Uh, Air Force vet. So yeah. I don't. We're not going to know much. Yeah, and we're not going to. And you know what? That, I think. I think for the people that disagree, and this is where I think humanity is lost. I don't. I don't care if you support Trump. If you. If you don't think it was the election was rigged. I mean, we could go back and forth about all that stuff. But we've lost our humanity when we can see people die and then make an excuse for why it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that situation. Like that is. That's horrible. Like you can, I can, I can disagree with everybody in this chat, and I have before mm-hmm. about you know how things are going and what. We, but I'm, I don't want to see you be hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anybody be hurt. That's never okay. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I would rather argue with you every day than to see you die. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think that we got to a really sad, sad state that and, in our and, and the country. other thing oh, that, shouldn't have been in the capital. Huh? Well, damn, huh? I'm just saying the people that were like she shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't have stormed it. So. That's what she gets. I'm like, come on, man. That's that's not okay. Also, also, why? So, so the security for Congress, whether it was congressmen themselves, whether it was their personal security teams, whether it was Capitol Police, why can they not be a little uncomfortable? What happened here? What, What was the imminent? What was the imminent danger that they were in? That they had their guns trained and fingers on the triggers in this situation. And why do they? Why do these same people think it's it's okay for us to be in those situations every day, and and us not to be able to protect ourselves? 
That's what you have to ask yourself. Why do they immediately go to what they need to do to protect themselves? But for example, when those, when those folks were out in front of their house, we all talked about this, we all had open conversations about this, but when those folks were out in front of their house because um, there was a, a protest going through there, right? Everyone got mad at those people, including these people in Congress, then why did all their security immediately go to pulling out their guns with fingers on the triggers? Because they're Why? more important than you or I. Yeah, but what was the imminent danger? Where where did they come close mm-hmm. to this imminent danger that they needed I, to do that just I, because I the people were going through the house, regardless of what the yeah, reason was? The only thing I can think of, I don't know where in the hallway they were because I've seen other pictures that show the inside of the Senate chamber with the security looking at the doors that have glass. So I don't know if mm-hmm. that's the reverse side of where she was because she was like in a staircase Mm-hmm. It almost looked like, but I don't know where that staircase leads to. So if it was mm-hmm. the Senate chamber and some of the senators were still there, because I think they they I saw photos of the senators panicking with gas masks and like hunkering down in uh, the chambers. Poor baby. So if that was on the other side. Maybe they right. broke the glass and then they freaked out. But I, I don't know where. In, yeah, I don't know where in, in the building it was. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I poor, I poor baby. I think the same thing. Yeah, this is overreaction. This is overreaction. Yeah. If you're in imminent danger and people are flooding bags? through there coming after you, I get it. But if you're all locked up safely in here, listen, Dang the shit. people have the right to do this, okay? we. This is, goes back to what Kevin was saying in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? We looked at other situations and we said, oh, it wasn't cool what these people did. So let's make up our mind which one is cool and what we want. How come yeah. these sons of bitches could do that? How come they could have like super awesome health care or whatever and there's different like why are we allowing this? Why are we accepting this? So I don't think that they I didn't see something that 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 uh, regardless of what happened and who did what, I didn't see something that happened there that they needed to go to this point. Okay, I think uh, when we all look at this in hindsight, we're probably going to see these guys could have chilled out. Okay, the people have the right to be mad. If the people had the right to burn down cities, we've got the right to burn down Washington, D.C. if we want to. I think think part of what happened, too, is now some people are saying that Antifa was involved. And there's videos of like the cops supposedly of the cops, like letting some of the protesters just stroll in. It could be a few. You could say it's false flag and it was a setup. Or you could say that I kind of told Joe this. I was like, I think that there is such I guess you want to call it disdain. I I guess disdain is a word or maybe lack of intimidation from the right because we never do anything. We don't do this kind of thing that some people are like, the police didn't even really have right here or anything. They just kind of folded. I was like, I think they honestly thought they were prepared. Republicans are never going to do this. (laughs) Never. They never have. They've always taken it. They're not going to do it. So when they actually did something, everybody is freaking out now because they're like, holy crap. Can I tell you if a we secret? we finally push them to the point where they're going to do something, we might really be in trouble now. Yeah. Can I tell you a secret? They weren't prepared yeah. and th- there's nothing they could do now to prepare. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to yeah. tell you something. Um, 10,000 people that want that Capitol building, they have no fucking way of stopping them. No, unless they're willing to shoot everybody and then become the ty- tyrannical government that, that we said that they were and they, they become self-fulfilling prophecy. So, yeah, they're not. That's prepared. why some people are like, I, I, well, the now they're saying they're prepared. Now they're going to take measures and all that kind of stuff. They're not prepared if people really want you, if people yeah. are really coming for you. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, if they want any advice, those of us who uh, spend time doing this kind of stuff, I'm not like a super operator or anything. I'm, I'm the furthest 
person in this conversation from that. But those of us who um, do this kind of stuff, uh, if if we really got mad and we wanted to come there, it would be a completely different story. But most of us don't really want to. The whole mm-hmm. point of this is that we want to protect where we are at, our families, our friends, our neighborhoods, the people that we love, our states, etc. Right. And and we're not coming there. But if if it gets to that and folks come for you, there is an I don't care how many planes or whatever you have. You actually can't stop it. They got off lucky today. This is a warning. Unfortunately, someone died in the process of it. This is a warning. And there's a lot of things they did wrong here just because in their brain, they're sitting up there thinking no one's coming for them. They just saw the whole country burning over the last year. And somehow they don't think anybody's coming to Washington, D.C. for their asses. And guess what? No one's come for you yet either. So, um, okay. (laughs) They kicked down Nancy Pelosi's door. If that was really her office, Mm -hmm. Claire. Mm -hmm. Yep. And supposedly a lot of people say people jack the hard drives from a lot of the Congress and Senate computers. And they're like, hey. Yeah. They're not going to get anything off them, unfortunately. No, they won't. And then I did see other pictures of like when Trump supporters like broke into the rotunda, some of the cops took selfies with them. So some people are like, what if some of the cops are like, fund the police? OK, we're not going to do anything. We'll just let them in. Yeah. Some people have well, suggested that, too. A lot of those cops were going into self-preservation mode as well. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we can't stop these people. and We don't have the riot gear that we normally have. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Trench work um, says uh, this is this has got to be it. And then we got to get out of here. Trench work, shout out to him. He says, do y'all think uh, we're too distracted and an enemy could potentially attack us now during all of this infighting? They don't need to. This is what they want. If I'm China or Russia, this is the best thing ever. I'm, yeah, I'm, not gonna... I'm feeding the flames. I'm not going to attack them. I'm going <laughs> to pump money into opposition. In fact, if I was China, I would try to play both sides now. That's exactly what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, put money into both sides and make China, Russia, whoever yeah, else that's what, us. Yeah, that's what I think. Saudi Arabia. So that's why people, <laughs> Trump supporters need to be careful because – you might see false flags and they might not be from the feds. It might be Chinese intelligence saying, like, did you see what they did? They did, you know, make up some stuff to piss people off even more and instigate it. This would be the yeah. best thing ever for them. I think another country attacking America is going to unite us. Yeah, it would, it would be a mistake. Would. Yeah, more than it would divide <clears throat> us. And this isn't really I hate to say this because someone passed. This is really not it. Yeah. And thankfully, this is really not it. But if people really do get to that stage where we give up all hope where we really feel like this is all gone. And it's not now, not when people are living too nice. If you look outside and people are still living nice, mm-hmm. you know, then it's not coming. But in, in, in two, three, four years here, when they find out all this stuff isn't working and it's actually making things more difficult and businesses, people who run businesses, stat, pack it up and all that kind of stuff, it could be a completely, entirely different story. Um, mm-hmm. So... But I'm go- I gotta wrap it up. Otherwise, we can, we can just yeah. go. we can just go on here. Um, I'm gonna give everyone a chance. I'm gonna start with Babyface P. Tell the folks out there. By the way, guys, you guys need to congratulate Babyface P. He's got like a viral video out there right now. Broke viral yes. video. Yeah, uh, twenty thousand subs. That's uh, awesome. Is it three million views yet? Probably. Oh, uh, three and a half almost. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, right. awesome. That's okay. in the last two three months or something. So. Two three weeks. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, so there you go. So how can the people um, do more to help you uh, with your viralness? YouTube.com slash babyfacep. Uh, content is the gods are smiling down on my videos for some reason. Uh, I posted, I, I uh, uploaded the next week's video 
and got monetization turned on after review. So somebody over there is liking me. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. That's if how someone's watching this, it's all me. That's why everybody, everyone right. should want to be it's my a soothing friend. voice. I always yeah. tell Joe, like when I watch Babyface <laughs> oh, no, videos, I you. feel so. You sound like I, you I, sound I, like I, Rod I, Mills. That's <laughs> true. I'm not lying. That's that's no bullshit. That maybe that's why I don't know why this may come off as pretentious, oh, but boy. I'm not sure why people like me. I, I I think I'm a pretty likable person, but I don't. I wish I could bottle it and sell it because yeah. it makes money. Kevin Dixie. <laughs> Kevin Dixie. Rod Mills says that Babyface's video sounds like cool jazz on the beach. No, it's because I have your cool jazz. No, 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 no sir. No, sir. I have the cool I jazz. I don't interpret it as that. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I don't interpret it as that. Okay, so how do they how do they support you? YouTube.com slash babyfacep or Instagram is baby underscore facep. Okay, awesome. Rolando, how can the folks do that? You can follow me at Puerto Rican Pistolera on all major social media platforms, and you can follow my wife uh, at Latina Locked End with the letter N loaded. We do the Locked and Loaded Latinos podcast every Sunday at 7 p.m. I, yes. Can I throw this out there? I What's am up? Cuban, so I am Latino. Can I join the Sunday podcast one night? I would love to. Of course. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wait, you just, yeah. you just pulled the Cuban card? I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. It's Latinos locked and loaded. you got to be part of the crew, yeah. Hank. Yeah. Does We're that mean welcome. that me and Kevin, we yeah. can't do it then, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was born in South America. I was born in South America. Does that count? Suit America. Suit America. you got to find me. a Sunday. You're doing this every day. Don't interrupt yeah. Rolando was giving uh, kudos to me about yeah, exactly, right? Sorry. Yeah, so KD has the record for the longest conversation that we've ever had on the show. We broke the three-hour mark. It was uh, definitely one of I'm our not places. even surprised. Yeah, it just kept going, man. That's how it was. It was great. Uh, that was a crazy night. That was, that was a good night. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Check out uh, that episode. Check out our channel and, uh, you know, show us some love. Absolutely. Last but definitely not least, uh, the Reverend Kevin Dixie. Uh, what can the folks I, out there? I would just say you can support. Uh, the biggest way to support is NoOtherChoice.com. Uh, head over to NoOtherChoice.com. Uh, all one word, nothing confusing. Head over there. We have uh, merch. Uh, you can actually sign up for training classes there. I understand that uh, Americans are hard hit with ammo prices and things like that. So you can actually, if you spend over $35, whether it be on a hoodie a training class, a magazine, an optic, whatever you buy. If you spend over 35 bucks, you can find that set four months interest-free. Um, you can spread those coins, uh, you know, throughout a few months and divvy those bills up. So choice.com on social media, uh, The Real NOC. Uh, it's The Real NOC on all the social media to back up this KD of NOC. Uh, and if you are, I'm going to leave with this, if you are in the gun realm whatsoever or the freedom realm, writer, blogger, whatever you do, if you're somewhat involved in the industry or trying to break your way into it. Train and Learn, which is an industry event that has set basically professional development for what we do. Uh, that event is going to be outside of St. Louis, Missouri, Memorial Day weekend, the 28th through the 31st of May. The link is in NoOtherChoice.com. I'm sorry, it's up on NoOtherChoice.com. It's three days of professional development. You actually get to do speed dating with instructors. We have uh, Mr. Rob Pinkus is going to be our headline defensive instructor. We have Ursula 308 coming, our current law enforcement officer. She's going to be showing you the ways around a rifle. We have uh, Dustin Pluth that's going to be um, doing um, – competition shooting drills to show you how to be better comp shooter. We also have uh, one of our new other choice instructors. There's going to be uh, we have a sand pit that's actually being built. We're going to get in there and do some hand to hand stuff uh, for people. So if you're empty handed and we have Jason Johnson, the fastest knife in America is also going to be there. Um, so that's a three day event. It's 350 bucks for three days and we feed you twice, included in that 350. So 
try and learn is something that you should do, and that's that's how you support. Absolutely, I would encourage everyone to support Kevin Dixie. I mean this like sincerely. Um, there's a if you look, I've done a bunch of videos at the Whittington Center in uh, New Mexico, and Kevin's in those videos, and we had I think a good time. But also something seriously in there, I saw Kevin save someone's life, and I saw him go into action with what he's learned. I'm I was pretty proud of him. Um, you know, so this is real stuff that, you know, he, he walks it and he talks it, he lives it. So, um, I would encourage you guys to, uh, seek him out and support him. You know, he's definitely one of the people in our community that, um, doesn't get as much support as he should get. Uh, I'm not trying to come down on anyone. I'm just, you know, it's just the nature of how things go. But having seen that and seen Kevin, uh, jump into action and, uh, do what he needed to do. I really want to tell you guys, you got to go support it. So um, that being said, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Kevin. No, I would just I'll say thank you for the kind words. And um, yeah, I would, <clears throat> I would appreciate, um, you know, any support. Oh, go check out the latest episode of uh, uh, NSSF uh, SHOT Show Business Magazine. They did feature a, a write up on me in there. Cool. Uh, speaking about the business and uh, how I feel about it and gun rights and things like that. So um, you can also go comp that and read that. But thanks for the kind words and I appreciate any support from anyone. Yeah, it's real, man. Um, so let me do this. Thanks everyone for supporting us. Big shout out to Bar Knowles. I'm going to run in the end. We're going to come back and get the last word. Here's the end. Uh, thanks for watching us, guys, smashing those thumbs up, uh, leaving your comments and all that stuff. We appreciate it. People around the world are listening to this on audio. So we're going to uh, put up the audio of this on iTunes and all the other places that you listen to this. I appreciate everyone out there. Shout out to everyone. We're talking about freedom and you're part of the conversation here. We appreciate you all. Who wants the last word? What? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wanting the last word. Kevin, you know what that means. Well, I, I would. Well, with that, be, hey man, look for real. Be vigilant. Be be very vigilant with what you're doing. Understand that you have to be methodical and calculated when it comes to preserving your freedom. You can't sit on your hands. You have to watch everything. What makes you uncomfortable is what you should be paying the most attention to. Um, and when you're out moving around in public, interact with your fellow American in a respectful and polite manner. Because at the end of the day. It is truly we the people. We have to understand that we are fighting for the same thing. We're going after the same goal. We shouldn't let government or media divide us. And we should we should also not allow our own ignorance to divide us. So align with your fellow brother. And next, next time you want to fight somebody, have a conversation with them instead. Amen. Amen. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. See you guys. Take care.